What's good for me? I don't know. What the fuck is that? <laughs> is the train pulling into the fucking station at Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> that was a total accident. <laughs> What was that? That oh, was there it. There it is. Shame. <laughs> Shame. My bell, man. <coughs> My bell. Uh, how you guys? How's everybody this fine Monday night? Oh, God. You pressed the button already? I told you I was pressing the fucking <laughs> button, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Louisa. Yeah, news for you. Prison Matt is here tonight. And he ain't Prison Matt. Gruel. <laughs> Gruel. That's right. So that's all we get to eat at the Shining Wizards is gruel, the fucking Dementors. No, not the Dementos. <laughs> the Fresh Maker. <laughs> Dementos. I'm here to scare you straight! <laughs> uh, I like, all of a sudden, I got like a runny nose. Me too. Well, you better catch it. Hi-ho. So I got, um, I got to share something with you guys. Oh, is it that you got me, babe? No, it, it's it's pertinent to last week's show. Oh, no. What as did you, you do? Tell, as you know, we were expecting the storm, and Kevin gave us his tips to stay safe, and Handsome Kevin mocked us because we were getting a couple inches, and I was like, yes. I ain't going outside to do shit because I got a guy that's going to escape the land. Well, the escaping the land guy didn't show up. <laughs> oh, no. So I had to go outside and shovel. We probably got between four and five inches of snow. Uh, and I had to go shovel it so my wife could get out of the driveway and go to work. And I was not going to leave her out there to shovel. Oh, no, I put no. on my work boots and I got dressed. You put on work boots to go shovel snow? Yeah, why? Yeah, what do you put on? You fucking snow boots, work boots, work boots. What are you fucking ten years old? You fucking oh fuck you and your trench foot. I hope your fucking toes were all wrinkled off. You fucking dickhead. My feet were fine because I have fucking quality work boots. Well, maybe not quality enough. Uh oh, here we go. Oh no, and green. <laughs> push the sun, push the sun porch door open. Take two steps. Get to the top of the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> right right down the fucking stairs on my ass uh no thank yeah, god nobody saw me oh nobody i was gonna ask me. if your mother-in-law was at the top of the steps cackling at you no no nobody <laughs> saw me just laid there like adult and i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me and all i could think about is how much i talked about the adult, landscape not an adult up. Did you did you look around once you got up? Did you look to check to see if anybody saw you? Oh, I looked the minute before my ass even hit the ground. I, my head was on a swivel. Yeah. Last uh, last fucking winter, the the driveway turned to ice, and I went out went out there to shovel, and the, <laughs> took a slip, and it, it looked like I was on uh, the goddamn home alone, like feet straight out, flat back, right onto the right onto the goddamn driveway, and got up and had to check and look right around, look around, and I look, and the shovel is still sliding down the driveway away from me. It's like perfect day. So you never want to get caught falling. No, God no. Get caught slipping. So. That was my uh, that was my truth about last week. It was it's not how I want to start my week off. Were there any lasting effects? Is your tailbone bruised? Are you no, hurting? Good. My pride is bruised. Yeah, but if no one saw it, if your pride falls in the woods, 
and no one's around to see it, does it really take a hit? That's fair. That's that's a great that's a great point, Kevin. Yeah, very very profound today. Well, we got a profound show ahead for you. We're going to talk AEW Revolutions. We got picks we're going to talk about. We got Gabby Ortiz joining us tonight. We're going to talk about uh, the Apple Apple TV Plus Monster Factory documentary that's coming up in a couple weeks. We got Can You Beat That? Let's see what kind of schmuck the committee. Uh, hey, what the fuck what? is what's the committee got in store for me? What kind of shenanigans tonight? He's Who prison Matt today, Tony, so be you careful. off the fucking jobber pile. You'll see what Barry Horowitz was doing after his impact event. See if he wanted to come on the show again. Tell us how he's a fucking bonafide Hall of Famer. Bro, I don't know bonafide. who you are, but please, please give us Matt back. <laughs> prison Matt, bitch. <sighs> prison Matt, bitch. Is this, is this, is this the new gimmick? Can this we is have not like, a gimmick. This is championship, we have like, it's championship just, Monday, buddy. Kev, can we bring back like zombie Randy Savage instead? Oh, yeah. mm, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is what it is. Oh, yeah, I just put a bandana on because my hair is atrocious lately. I gotta get a fucking haircut. I'm just too lazy to go get one. Not like Harry Potter. No, not like Harry Potter. Harry Potter got a he got a nice bowl cut. I won't get a bowl cut. There's no shot that's ever happened. You should get a bowl cut. I will never get a bowl cut. Tony, you haven't done the punishments yet. Make back at a bowl cut. Ooh, I'll tell him. Go to the barber and ask for the Mo Howard. <laughs> when are we going to find out what our are? Oh my God! Can we start the show? I'm doing <laughs> work fucking... here that you didn't tell me how to do, and now you're asking me all these fucking inane questions. It's March sixth. We should know. Yeah, it's what the March to WrestleMania. Function. There you go. Mud water. What for we have everyone. to do to wrestle. Eat your mud water. What? <laughs> Eat your mud mud water. water. Kev, write that down. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. And it's all coming at you next year. Oh, we fucking sure are. (laughs) On the Shining Wishes Wrestling Podcast, episode 627. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network. Broadcasting live in high-definition video. Available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. What's up, fuckers? From the motherfucking Shining Wizards. Grab his dick and twist it! Dummy, yeah. No! Fuck no! You cocksucker! Well, shining wizards rule the world. You're tuned in live to episode 627 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Live on the social medias, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Twitches, and the YouTubes. Going with you everywhere you go. Because we're available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. 
Fellas, it's a Monday. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We're coming hot off of an AEW pay-per-view. Let's just jump right into some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Prison Matt. KJG. And the man making us sound so delectably delicious on the ones and the twos. The man from the land with 27,433 lakes. Handsome. Fuck yeah, dude. Welcome, fellas. How was your past week? I hope it was as exciting as mine was. Uh, Let me see. Pretty good. Not going to lie. Sold some things on eBay. Did some work at the job. Sea Dragon's got to win. We're good. There's, dude, I tried. I tried. There's nothing worse than the fucking XFL right now. Sorry. Out of your mind. I disagree. Nope. 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 I watched a little of that uh, Detroit, uh, not Detroit, DC Defend- or Guardians versus uh, St. Louis Battlehawks game. Yeah. That crowd was live for that. Oh, oh the fucking Battlehawks. Tony, what you watch? The fucking Guardians. And Are the they fucking- playing the Seaman Dragons next week? Watch your mouth about the sea dragons, bro. I'll drive to North Arlington to stick my dragon tail up your ass. Bring it. What were you fucking charged with? What did you go to prison for? I want to know. What the president's daughter? I was gonna say he was going Egyptian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and I I never got caught neither. And what the, look, what's your beef with the XFL, man? I mean, look, I just, it's not it's not the NFL. Let's be perfectly clear here. I'm waiting I'm waiting for the USFL in a couple of weeks. That's fucking that one the USFL. What what is exciting about the XFL other than the rock and his ex-wife talking about it every week on social they, media? They play diff, there's different rules. Oh, wonderful. That's what football needed. Different rules. Well, they don't they they can't. Wait, do you, if you get thrown over the top, is that six points? <laughs> over the top of what? Oh, hold on. You watched Goal it, but you, you would you just tune in and fucking tune out? Would you watch it for four seconds? No, I, I watched a half. I forget. I don't even remember who was playing. I was like, bro, this is dog shit. You, you must. You had to watch the four o'clock game yesterday because that was the shit game. No, yesterday I gave up on it last week. <laughs> oh, this <mother laughs> I, I was watching the guy AJ McCarron, man. I. I I watched about a quarter of it last night and then ended up watching the Flyers and the Red Wings game because I just, I, I couldn't. Well, Flyers, Red Wings sounds amazing. Yeah, it was oh, a fun game. They're both game. two bad teams. But it's a good game. Well, uh, listen, two bad teams will give you gold every time, right? I mean, uh, Devils won. Fuck yeah, Devils, bitch. <laughs> We're the Devils. The Devils. The Devils. God. Imagine uh, if David Putty and Prison Mike had a, se- had, had a segment of TV together. <laughs> I'm glad Hansel Kevin watched the pay-per-view last night. Hey, man, I was falling asleep, all right? Fucking dick. I watched it today. <laughs> Managed to stay spoiler-free, by the way. Watch the XFL. I got fucking... Let me tell you about these motherfucking spoilers, first of all. Right? Because there's nothing anyone... You can't do any... Guess what? You can't do anything about the spoilers unless you completely stay off of social media. It has nothing to do with people tweeting about it. Your fucking phone hears everything. So when I'm scrolling through Facebook and there's a motherfucking suggestion it just pops up and it's two dudes and I'm like, what is this? I've already seen it. There's no (laughs) way I can control it. Yeah, it's the worst. That's why, like, with all due respect to you gentlemen, if I know I'm watching a pay-per-view the next day, I turn off the... I hide the alerts just in case. Just like I, I don't go on Facebook. I don't go on Twitter. I don't go on social media. 
And I, because I know, especially like AEW pay-per-views and even like WWE now, like they're so freaking good that like I, I, the last thing in the world, I would, I would probably flip my desk over today if I got a spoiler for that, for that main event. Like I would literally probably flip my desk over tenfold. No, no, oh, yeah, Kate, right. Kate says, no, 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 no. It's no, not no. people that. No, 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 no. Right. So my Facebook I, is very unwrestling related. But because your phone has the microphone is always picking things up. When I get these suggestions, they just come up. There's no way for me to prevent them from showing up. Well, wait a minute. What, what do you mean suggestions? What does that mean? Like, So what, if you go on your Facebook, you'll see things <laughs> typically what you tend to uh, enjoy yeah. or what, let's say you let's say you look at a bunch of devil stuff so maybe you don't follow shop nhl hockey or whatever the fuck it's called but it'll pop up and oh yeah the targeted oh, the targeted ads o'reilly landscaping what is this i don't even know what this is it's because i said landscaping 20 minutes ago no, you said keep the land and then your landscaper went on the lamb wing stop oh. i don't follow wing stop it's sponsored it just shows up there's no way i can i can't avoid it Titties, big luscious titties. <laughs> Hairy hair pie. Uh, what else can I fucking yell at here? Your phone's uh, hurting. Your phone's twelve hurting. inch, twelve inch ding dongs. <laughs> Your phone's on 4chan. It knows. Oh, I, I got the Louis Ramos app on here too. What's well, Louis you want to, you want to know everything before it happens. God bless you. But like, I don't. But if I want to go on Facebook. And I'm just scrolling to see what my hand job friends are doing. And then I got spoilers coming. I, I didn't ask for the suggested fucking wrestling page to pop up. There's no way for me to avoid it. No, no, no way. No. No. Stab you in the eye. Spoiler, the Iron Man match was 60 minutes. There's no, I watched the show, bro. It was actually more well, than 60 I was going to say it didn't go past 60. It was no. more than 60 minutes. Well, that's overtime if we're picking nits. No, so no, I'm good. It's still the match. Good week. Well, Kevin yeah. just spoiled it. Good job, Kevin. <laughs> Y'all can go scratch. <laughs> how about you guys? How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Living the life. Great. Living the dream. Loving it. Loving every second of being on this great green earth that we have here. Yep. Nice. That's right. Yep. Now that I'm officially working, coming out of retirement, bar slinging, drink slinging, first St. Patrick's Day on March 12th. So if you're in Essex County, come by West Orange, the Harrison Avenue Tavern, the hat for short. Come the on by. Hat, dude. Let me serve you some drinks. I haven't heard you mention the hat in a long time. It's oh, good to hear that. Yeah, because I don't uh, – listen, it's found money. If I, even if I make like 150 bucks, it's found money for very easy work. Fuck yeah. So Fuck come down that. and blow Kevin for St. Patrick's Day. He'll give you a free nope, beer. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, nope. yeah. Kiss him where it's green. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nope, 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 Should, nope. Shouldn't be green. How Too much time in prison, Matt. Yeah. Are you in a position to turn down blowies? Yeah, come on, dude. Uh, hey, Aaron Gobrales at the hat. March 17th. Like, if the <laughs> O'Grady kids show up and they're looking to suck D, you're not going to not get in line, right? Dude, who's the O'Grady no, kids? I'm, not, I'm 100% not getting in line. Why? Is that a West Orange thing? The O'Grady kids? No, they're, they're all, all, it's all a fucking, they're all townies. doesn't matter. Well, no, wait. I, I thought the O'Grady's were like real like people. They might be. Well, I'm sure they really are O'Grady's. I thought you were referring to like, all right, hold on one second. 
No, I'm not. I know nobody named O'Grady. Unless I'm just gonna put that out there. Okay. St. Patrick's Day blowjobs. Aren't Christ. there like O'Grady? O'Grady. What are the hot blonde like twin sister names? Oh, the Flying Benelli sisters. Yeah, that's them. Could you be less vague? No, because I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are either, but are are they going to be at the West Orange Day Parade? No. Okay, then. (laughs) So we we don't have to worry. They're going to be siphoning skin lotion at the hat. (laughs) In my office, you can get some skin cum tax. Go on down. (laughs) Get your fucking beers at the funeral home. Fucking classy classy West Orange. (laughs) They don't do that anymore. Oh, no. Somebody finally decided that was a bad idea. What? Yeah. Who? The health department? <laughs> no, nah, that they were trying to. All the other bars in town complained because they were losing business because Dangler was freaking running shop. Dangler. Hell of a name. Yeah, Dangler. It's like if you die in West Orange, that's where your funeral is gonna be. You go to that's Dangler. Where like, Dangler. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Good God. So. uh Fucking dangler, dangler, and <laughs> never thought about it like that until you Hardly knew until her. your immature fifty-seven-year-old ass. That's why I'm here, brother. <laughs> so there was a pay-per-view last night, and I would love to talk about it with you fellows. <laughs> what? What? What, Tony? Nothing. I'm letting you run the show, bro. What is so funny. Nothing. Enlighten me. Bukow, teacher no. man. Well, no, you were going, you were going on from there. That's all. Don't mind me. Yeah, I want to talk about the fucking AEW <laughs> pay per view from last night, man. Okay. Spoiler alert. What's the what's the spoiler alert? I don't know. In case somebody's listening, and didn't see it yet. You're the first one crying about social media spoiling Eric anything. Fleischer, if you die and are not a Jew, fair point, Eric. Fair point. I tell you what, I was at the Walmart today, and somebody would just was outside and they're like are you jewish and i was like nope but i just kept on moving why were you afraid he was gonna wait, do something wait wait wait, wait 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 no they were the, they had the fucking whole get up on they were standing out in front of the walmart but wait, you are jewish do, i'm do, not uh, jewish you're like an eighth jew you all used to go i'm jewish i'm an eighth jew i yeah, don't you are an eighth jewish, aren't i don't you? practice so i'm not gonna tell somebody i'm jewish i don't practice either i'm a fucking pro <laughs> Right, I don't get off for the holidays. I don't do any other weird things. Weird, oh, weird, oh, boy. weird. Oh no, weird no, things. I don't like the in the candle. Oh my God, these Jews with their religious beliefs. Ah! <laughs> Run away! Ah! Were they trying to get you to to join the the? the oh my God, they were recruiting know, Matt for Judaism. <laughs> they saw the beard and they were like, oh, "Are you a Jewish? Are you like, a oh, Jewish? A Jewish one?" And we got inside and Rihanna looked at me and she was like, really? I'm like, what are you, out of your mind? <laughs> Why, she wanted you to convert? You want me to stop and talk to these fucking weirdos trying to peddle their oh, shit outside the so Walmart? So they're weirdos now because they're practicing their religion. Outside of a Walmart? Have you ever been no, to a Walmart? Defend- yeah, those people need converting, dude. These guys <laughs> had the right idea. I'm defending Matt here. Just because he said weirdos was not a slight. They're weirdos if they're outside of a Walmart trying to get you to join their faith. I don't know what they were trying to get me to do because I didn't stop. That's right. The train kept a moving. I had shit to do, man. What'd you, have, what'd you do in the Walmart? I had to get boxes to send out more shit. Ah. So what'd you sell on the eBay? The Good Brothers? 
Good Brothers are still up there. Yeah. Um, I sold a Ricky the Dragon VHS tape. Uh, I sold uh, all the micro brawlers. Uh, I sold uh, the Vader and the Miss Elizabeth and the Rick Rude. Not a boy. Cleaning up. Prison Matt Crush, is, Crush is gone. Millionaire Matt and Prison Matt go back and forth. We don't know which one we're going to get. So whatever, just, one, uh, whatever one pays the fucking bills. How about this Mazel Tov, Matt? That's, that might even be the best one yet. Yeah, that's <laughs> from Asian Joe. Hold on, I'm, I'm writing that down, too. <laughs> so anyway, we had picks this weekend. Sure did. How do you spell Tov? Tov, yeah. The comments. It's Mazel Tov. Tov. Um, we should probably do over the top before we get into. Right? No, fuck. You know what? So this is the itinerary. You're just gonna like not even build it up. You're just like, oh, we should probably do over the top. I'm excited. Fuck yeah, dude. On Monday Night Raw, the Bloodline defeats the Street Profits. Cody Rhodes defeats Chad Gable. Oscar defeats Carmella. Candice LeRae beats Piper Niven. Bobby Lashley beats Elias. Johnny Gargano beats Otis. Becky Lynch and Lita become the new women's tag team champions when they defeated Damage Control. On SmackDown, Rhea Ripley defeated Liv Morgan. Dominic Mysterio defeats Santos Escobar. Shayna Baszler defeats Tegan Knox. Solo Sokoa defeats Sami Zayn. And on NXT, Wesley defeats Nathan Frazier. And sure, oh, there it was. <laughs> defeats Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. Uh, Satomura defeats Zoe Starks. Aruka defeats Electra Lopez. Tiffany Stratton defeats Katana Chance. Axiop defeats Hank Waller. And Carmelo Hayes defeated Tyler Bate. Tony, take it over the top. New Jersey grows two-thirds of the world's eggplants. Where are the other third grown? Finn Balor's tights. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty good. No. It's funny. I watched an episode of Anthony Bourdain, uh, No Reservations, last night, and he actually went to New Jersey. It was like season one. You could tell he was very, like, trying to be over the top about it. But he went on, like, a Sopranos bus tour. And the guy was like, New Jersey is like number one in eggplants. This was like 2005. So, oh, before he too. killed himself. Yes. Well, he didn't do the show dead. Wait, is this Tony? <laughs> Anthony Bourdain's dead. Huzzah! Spoiler. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. I forgot to say that. You should, Tony, you should have saved that for the sixth one because you only had five. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Well, guess what? Ring of Honor TV is back. And we had a hell of a show Thursday night. Mark Briscoe defeated Slim J. The Kingdom defeated the Infantry. The New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television title was on the line as Zack Sabre successfully defended the title against Blake Christian. Christopher Daniels beat Rohit Raju. Takeshita defeated Josh Woods. The Embassy defeated Joe Keys, LSG, and Rex Lawless. Ari Davari defeated Metalik, Madison Rain, and Sky Blue defeated the Renegade Twins. Willow Nightingale defeated Lady Frost. And your Ring of Honor world title, Claudio Castagnoli defeated AR Fox. Tony, 
Turns out Helen Keller is related to General Robert E. Lee. What? Her paternal grandfather was his second cousin. Hmm. I guess being deaf, dumb, and blind is the only way to put a stop to slavery. <laughs> what? First of all, you don't even let me say over the top, and then you go. You said Tony. I didn't even get Tony. Over the fucking top. Shut up. You shit over my Helen Keller joke, and it wasn't even her going. Nah, nah, nah. It was a fucking actually well thought out joke. Back to you, no, Vince. I don't think slavery is a good joke in 2023. Yeah. Oh, no, she was deaf, dumb, and blind, so she couldn't promote slavery. That was the point. Because she was an idiot. We don't have slavery anymore. Yeah. Now I had to explain the joke. Thanks for taking it away from me. It no, was no, no. Next. So here's the thing, Tony. It was a real. It wasn't thing, that right? good of a joke if you have to explain it. No, Matt made me explain it because he doesn't understand things. I was very upset that you didn't let me say, Tony. Take it over the top. It, Tony, he's got a case. Don't get, don't whatever me. Prison. Well, you know what I understand, Matt. I understand Impact Wrestling, baby. <laughs> Thursday night on Access TV, Mike Bailey defeats Shane Haste, formerly Shane Thorne of the Mighty Don't Kneel. I believe that's what they're called. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kenny King defeats Kevin Knight. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Is that black Kevin Knight? I, I just saw that in the parentheses on the notes. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm, and, uh, and PCO versus Trey Miguel, no contest. Eddie Edwards shenanigans as all my other notes fall to the ground. Impact World Tag Team title match. The Bullet Club, Ace Austin and Chris Bay defeat the Motor City Machine Guns. We got a title change. New tag team champions, Alex Shelley. I mean, uh, <laughs> Chris Bay and Ace Austin. The Bullet Club. Tony, take us over the top. See, I did that for Kevin and not for Matt. The average woman will eat four pounds of lipstick in her lifetime. Unfortunately, we're still counting how many cupcakes they eat in their lifetime. Next. That's a lot of lipstick. Yes. And I bet also, your cupcakes taste better. Yeah, but, you know, that's why we can't stop counting them because they won't stop eating. Stop eating, women. <laughs> Who, what, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you today, bro? Next. Tony, you watch the fucking Chris Rock. This is called over the top. It's not called let's be nice. No, it's called, you know, everything doesn't have to be a fucking zinger. Oh, don't worry. There's more coming. Who's next? (laughs) On NWA Power. Oh, boy. Fodder defeats a VHS. Who? Wait, who's VHS? I don't know. That's what the notes say. I didn't watch it. Is this tag partner Betamax? Probably is. a guy named VHS. But he wrestles in uh, extra long play. Uh, Kenzie Page, thank you, Tony, uh, defeats Kylan King. Bully Ray defeated Mike Knox. And on NWA USA, Chris Adonis and Rhett Titus defeat the Fixers. Max the Impaler defeats Natalia Markova. SVGS defeats the ill-begotten. Tony, now go ahead and take me over the top. A cat's jaw can only go up and down, not sideways. If you try to move it sideways, he goes, meow. (laughs) 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 Meow. Who's next? (laughs) He really needs to go back and listen to what the, what the, what we're trying to accomplish here. This is getting out of control. This isn't, this isn't how it started. I give you a PG answer and you're still shitting on it. 
I'm so oh, glad this... the last two are going to be so good. Why would you want a cat's jaw to go side to side? You can't. That's why he said meow. I get it. <laughs> Emphasis on the ah! meow. <laughs> Am I up? What's going on? <laughs> MLW Underground Wrestling on Reels. Billy Starks defeats Kayla Cassidy. MLW National Openweight title match. Johnny Fusion defeats Davey Richards, the champion. We got a title change. Tony, take this over the top. Well, that was quick. The The most searched word related to porn is cream pie. It is also the most searched word by fat people. Oddly enough, some fat people would prefer either type of cream pie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You could have gone so many different ways with that. I think you went a very, like, tasteful. So much yeah. Yeah. Done. Tasty cream pie. Yeah, who really like hammered cream pie? that out of the park? All right. Who's got this last one? Last but certainly not least, AEW Revolution was last night. Uh, in the zero hour. Spoilers. The Luchu motherfucker. I wasn't ta- <laughs> You know what? Fuck you. The Lucha Brothers and Mark Briscoe defeated uh, Ari Tavari and the Varsity Athletes. Jungle Jack Perry beat Christian Cage in a final burial match. The House of Black defeat the Elite for the AEW Trios Championships. Ricky Starks defeated Chris Jericho. Wardlow defeated Samoa Joe for the TNT Championship. The Guns successfully defend their tag titles, defeating the acclaimed Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Danhausen, and Orange Cassidy in a four-way dance. Adam Page defeated John Moxley in a Texas death match. Jamie Hayter successfully defended the AEW women's title in a triple threat match against Ruby Soho and Soraya. And the MJF defeated Brian Danielson in an Ironman match plus overtime at a score of four to three. Tony, take it over. You motherfucker! <laughs> I knew that was coming. Why can't you? Why don't you let me have my flowers? You're in prison. Take it over the top, man. <laughs> Flowers Co- mean something else there. Cookie Monster's real name is Sid. When asked about this revelation, he simply said, Me master, ruler of cookies. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Fuck off. That was great. <laughs> no, none of, the, none of it was good. I'll be at the hat getting blowies from the fucking Benelli system. <laughs> Oh, the, I thought it was the O'Grady's. Whatever, the O'Grady's, Benelli's, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Blowies for everyone. It's, it's, a very, it's a very diverse township made of only Irish and Italian families. Right. <laughs> a blowy is a blowy. Fuck yeah. Well, we had pay-per-view picks. We had AEW. Oh, Revolution. look at that. Look at that. Number On one. Sunday night. Uh, the, the field was pretty even across the board. Myself. Tony, handsome Kevin, all in eight and te- eight and one. Uh, Tony, uh, Kevin, and Brundon went uh, seven and two. Uh, as it stands right now, Tony's in first place, forty-two and fifteen. Kevin, second place, forty-one and sixteen. Brendan and myself at thirty-nine and eighteen. And handsome Kevin is trying to turn this thing around at thirty-four and twenty-three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now let's yeah. talk. Yeah. About this motherfucking pay per view, people. Oh, I don't like the MFR already. I'm excited. Look, I'm excited to talk about it. Clearly, there's a couple things that AEW does where I don't, I don't think they're 
<clears throat> it was a great. It, let's. I'm going to preface this by saying this. It was a great show, but it, it was not perfect. Uh, and I think there's certain things that you will notice when you watch a WWE show and an AEW show, and I think that's what AEW needs to improve on. I like this. I there like are, this. There are there are things so. We'll talk about whatever you guys want to talk about um, but pertaining to the card and the matches and the story. But there's things like MJF, Brian Danielson, right? Fantastic, fantastic one-hour match, right? The pacing was fantastic, but there's the spot in the middle where where MJF low blows Brian Danielson to get disqualified. Nobody knows what's going on, and the referee is going 1-1, one, one. Right, yeah. but at this point, Danielson's up one to zero. So MJF getting disqualified, it should be two zero. He's not saying disqualification; he's just saying one one. Right. So follow me. Follow along with me. It's one nothing. Brian Danielson, MJF low blow. Then he covers. No, it's not one one. It should be two nothing. If MJF is getting disqualified, he should be down o two. Which right. Which he was. They don't. They don't present it that way. No one on commentary says a fucking word, and Bryce is in the ring going one one. So I don't know what that means. Then MJF covers him, gets a quick three count. Then he covers him again, gets another three count. The graphic shows up on the screen. It's two two. But we're like, well, that doesn't make any sense until the commentary team, thirty seconds later, has to explain to everybody what just happened. Right. And I feel like in a WWE setting, that low blow immediately. Somebody has, says that's a disqualification. The referee is audible. He's saying disqualification. MJF is disqualified. They didn't have the fucking clock up for the whole match, which really annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, or the score either. They didn't have. It's just, when it got down to like under ten minutes, they like just took it away. So like Tony Schiavone had to say that they were at six minutes. I couldn't see they were at six minutes. And the clock would come and go. It would come and go. Yeah. Just leave the clock up there for the whole time. Yeah, leave the clock, leave a scoreboard. If you learn anything from all the Ironman matches in, in WWE, that, that's what you do. You're building the excitement. You're building the tension. Yeah. The, there was, and from what I, we could see watching on TV, nowhere in the arena had a clock. The scoreboard was at the top of the ramp. Right, but they're not showing that on TV. So if you're in the arena, no, they had a. Uh, did they not have a clock? No. They did for like the last like three minutes, didn't they? For the last three minutes, but the other yeah. fifty-seven minutes, there's nothing going on there. Mm, now look, yeah, I don't. I, know. Know, I wasn't at the arena. I don't know if uh, opposite of the hard cam, there's yeah. a, a clock. I don't know, but on from what you saw on TV, you didn't see a clock. And on TV, the clock came and went, and that was kind of annoying. Just leave it there. It's not doing any harm or foul. I wonder if like part of them feels like. And I was thinking about this because Iron Man matches are not my favorite. Like, just because I have the attention span of like a fruit fly, so like sixty like sixty minutes of like watching one thing is kind of tough for me. So like, I was I'm wondering if they they kind of if there's more people like me and they kind of thought that maybe leaving that up there the entire time would maybe like tune people out and maybe they won't watch because there's still seven minutes left or there's still ten minutes left or twelve minutes left. So, but I, th- I mean, that doesn't really make sense either because it's a pay per view and people already bought it. So, why should they care? But right, right. like bought it on the premise of the main event being in a sixty-minute Iron Man match. Matt, I'm not gonna lie to you. That match was the thing I was looking forward to the least out of all out of everything. It's I think the Iron Man's a tough one to pull off, right? To, yeah. Just to those points that you made, Kevin. Like 
it's all about pacing. And I thought they did an amazing job pacing oh, the match out. I was proven way wrong. Blew it away. Oh, I, I, I knew they were going to have a great match, but like it's just like 60 minutes is a long time to be focused on like one thing, but they did everything right. It's probably, it might be the best Iron Man match of all time. It's up there. I think it's up there. Wow. I, I think it's, I think I mean the only one that comes to mind right now is is uh Brett Sean 12 and I think that blew it blew that out of the water. Uh can I ask why? What was it that would make it blow you I mean blow it out of the water? There were so many there was it was the like perfect storytelling device. Like everything made sense. The highs, the lows, the the tapping, the not tapping, like the getting to the ropes, the fact that MJF just dropped a vicious elbow off the top rope onto a table to the outside, him, you know, like even though it was confusing and clunky, that disqualifying himself on purpose to lose a fall only to be able to get two quick ones right back, like there was there was so much stuff. It's like really too much to even like. To, to break down completely. And then, of course, we did the classic overtime sudden death thing, which is, is, is a tribute probably to the Sean Brett. And, um, it, and then MJF completely just being the dastardly son of a bitch and being who he is, the, 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 the diamond ring, like all that stuff. Everything was just so good in that, in that match. Yeah, I think Kevin's spot. The pacing storytelling like when the clock showed up and it was like 35 minutes into the match i looked at uh i looked at anthony because i was over at the monies and i said dude this doesn't feel like it's been 35 minutes like they did a great job pacing it and telling the story um i know there was a little bit of an issue uh with mjf uh because apparently he threw like half a cup of tequila on a child (laughs) that was tequila that apparently was tequila. How the fuck does a guy just happen to have a glass of tequila? Well, it at was ringside. It, it was a woman who was in the front row standing up when he was in the crowd, and I guess he thought it was water. I can't. You can't. There's no. What he did was not good. You can't just throw water on a fucking child. I felt like oh. that kid was a plant. You could they, throw water on a kid. All the reports that have come out. That was not a plant. Okay. That was a that was a, a person who was sitting there watching the show and got a half a cup of tequila thrown in his face. And if he thought it was water, what arena or stadium on the planet serves water in what it was a cup, right? It wasn't a bottle, it was a cup. Well, if you have a cup full of something and you finish it, you want to go fill it up with water at a water fountain. Oh, if you wanted oh, you're one of those people? Uh, I'm not saying he, I'm just saying if you, no, drink, if you drink arena or stadium water, fountain water, just end it. I mean it's 2023. <laughs> it might be one of those bottle refiller gimmicks. I don't fucking know. Right. Whatever the case was, he threw fuck he threw he jumped the guardrail, got annoyed, did heal shit, and maybe he went a little too far. Because Tony Khan even addressed it in the scrum and was like, we had a real talk before like a real, like you can't do that. Like people were buying the kids shit. Uh, Amanda uh, Huber came out. They took him backstage. Like kid was pretty upset. According to all the reports that you see out there, no, he looked like he looked like he could have been like a, like a doll. Cause he didn't move at all when he threw that shit on him. He didn't, he had no reaction. So that's why, that's why I thought it was a plant. 
but I don't know, man. The last Wait, this is where Tony Khan draws the line, not his EVPs freaking fighting with their top guy. No, this because I think this, Tony Khan has to say something to MJF, but he doesn't say anything well, to that's... Omega and the Bucks because that's Kev, something that's in no. your house that you you don't have to. You can control that in your house, right? That's the idea. This is a pay. This is a customer. This is the people you're trying to get to come back. You can't be throwing shit. In, it's a kid. Maybe if it was like an adult. Yes, you can throw fucking water on a kid. You can throw soda on a kid. Water. He doesn't not. He doesn't know that. I, you Who? you don't think you'd be you'd be able to smell tequila? And he didn't pick it up and go. Yeah, no, clear. But, no, but tequila is like pretty pungent. He no, I. I you can you can throw water on a kid, but to get but to get oh, to you Kevin's can throw water on a kid, but to get to Kevin's point though, Tony Khan needs to do stuff like this, and that was part of the problem. He didn't do shit when CM Punk went off and started talking. Maybe Tony Khan's finally starting to take charge a little bit. We can hope. If that's the case, then that's that's totally fine. You would hope. Yeah, you would hope. I'm sorry. I don't think it's okay to throw. <laughs> yes, you fucking can. Don't. Then again, yes. you're, you're you're also not the guy working fucking indie shots every weekend like Mr. Rogue is, you know. And plus, he's the dastardly heel, so he's going to try to get away with whatever he can get away with. I, I will tell you this: I have thrown water on a kid more than once. Yes, you can. I do it for fun. Yes. Yep. And why is the fucking world burning because he got a a little tequila on a kid? Come on now. You guys are we're we're a little ridiculous here. I don't know how I'm the voice of reason here. You never you all right, so so the kid had a drink. You when you when you were a kid, like you probably shouldn't say this before you're gonna bartend. I'm just gonna put I card everybody. Um but even the blow girls There are can't be too careful these days. The oh, O'Grady's are in for free. Old, you, you get this, Tony. It's like an old remedy would like to settle like gum pain as you're a kid. Your mom or your grandmother would give you whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah, okay, whiskey, not whiskey. not tequila. That's, that's your mother. You're paying God knows how much they paid to sit in the front row to have the fucking main event dude throw a half a cup of tequila on your child. How did about- she get how did she get just a cup of tequila? Yeah. Dude, they stopped serving drinks probably after the fourth match. Yeah, and, and first of all, let's you know what? I blame the lady. What yeah, do you do yeah. with, with a half a cup of tequila? Right. Terrible mother bringing her kid to ringside, getting no, the fucking the load on during right. the fucking revolution. No, 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 it wasn't the same. They weren't. <laughs> they were not family. They were not familia. Uh, Wait, she you, brought some random kid into the show. No, she, he takes the <laughs> cup from somebody and throws it on some a kid while he's walking by. Oh my god, this poor family having to sit next to this lush woman, probably yelling all night, getting all fucking sloshed. Yeah, who would, who would like to go to a wrestling show with that person? <laughs> <laughs> Not 20. the poor eight-year-old who had tequila dumped on him. You are that uh, person minus the tequila. Yeah, I wouldn't go throwing it on other people's families. Oh, you're the woman. Hey, I can be I, whatever I, I want. It's 2023. I'm confused as to your stance here, Tony. Yay, throwing tequila on a child. No, or never. What are you talking about? It was I, I didn't say anything. But let me be perfectly clear. No tequila on children. No tequila on anyone. This wasn't even provoked. Yeah, yeah, just making sure, because the other side of this ta- of this 
panel, these two over here. That's right. What kind of fucking damage was done? He didn't punch the kid. Putting it in the kid got soap. a little wet. They're putting it in super soakers and they're shooting people on the fucking street with it tomorrow. Who? These two. Yeah. Don't, thre- don't threaten me with a good time. You're damn right. We're bringing the O'Grady's. That's not the only thing Kevin's going to be squirting at people at the fucking Benelli fucking festival. Yeah, gotta stop gonna with that. going to look like a dude. fucking snow globe inside the hat. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be for Bring, the bring so your like, good okay, work boots so you don't slip on the floor. <laughs> it's going to look like an 80s, lo- 80s wrestling locker room back there. <laughs> Tommy Rich confirmed. <laughs> Somebody say something about blowjobs. <laughs> All right, so out of control. I all here's another thing that I have that really bothers me. Does it stick in your crawl, old man? No, man. Let's do, we're gonna have a four way tag match. That's right. All right. But there's no disqualifications, but you have to tag in legal people. What? Lazy booking. And then and then horseface decides she's gonna stop a guitar shot. What? What? No. Why is she? Why is she in there taking the the, the guitar out of someone's hands? She's got disco fever. You bro. can't tell me it's no disqualification and let everything else slide throughout the match, and then this fucking shit happens. It's frustrating. Don't insult my intelligence. You got my fucking money. It's either a no DQ match or it's a regular four way tag match where tags need to happen. You can't have it both ways because it doesn't make fucking sense. No, the whole thing is first fall wins, so that that right away puts in the rules an assumption that it's no disqualification. They should be clear on that stuff, but they're not because it's a plot device. And the referee, listen, if you have no disqualification, why doesn't some fucking jack off just get in the ring with a fucking hammer and just start pelting people on the head? What's right, the it's point? there, ringside to ring the bell. Use it to fucking brain everybody. Yep. Exactly, but they don't do that. They got This is why I get fucking pissed off at these multi-people matches. Just stop the shit, and you wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. You wouldn't. We needed fucking Danhausen in this fucking match. We needed. We needed whoever else fucking won in the, like. Just give us the acclaimed and the fucking ass boys, and let the fucking ass boys win a fucking straight up tag match. Like, what's the problem with that? I love this match. I thoroughly enjoyed the heck out of this match. And I didn't, I didn't think about any of the stuff that you're saying. It makes sense, like from like a traditional wrestling fan standpoint. But I had not once said those thoughts come into my head. Yeah, just a, uh, now, can I? I know you said you watched it at work. Did you didn't have the volume on, or did you? Oh, I had the volume on. Because it bothers me when the, when we're halfway through the match and then they're like, "Oh, it's a no disqualification match." Like if we're clear from go, then we're good. But I feel sometimes I feel like they make it up as they go. No, the problem is they just don't say it because they would assume that people would know that it's going to be no disqualification because it's a multi-man match instead of either having it elimination style or noting that a team will be eliminated if they're caught cheating and be disqualified. Like they did that time in new Japan. I thought that was genius when they had the triple threat tag match and the one tag team got disqualified. So they threw them out of the match. Yeah. That's the fucking way to do it. And that's you're not going to follow the rules. Get the fuck out. There's no real reason why these matches have to be no DQ. Well, it is because if it's first fall wins, then you can't disqualify somebody. Somebody has to be pinned or submit. And that's, why, that's not why not in a regular, in a regular match titles don't change hands on disqualifications. Because there's multiple teams, but the team that gets disqualified, the champ just retains. It's true. 
Yeah, but it would kind of defeat the purpose of having four fucking teams in the match if that's it. It's so easy to for, to get right. out of it, you know? No, what no. Saying? I mean, f- from an entertainment value, you're 100 percent spot on. But from like the logistic value of it, if I get disqualified, no matter who it is, the champs just retain, and that's sorry about your damn luck, other two teams. Yeah, well, here here's the problem in a nutshell. Stop with the fucking multi man matches. Stop with the goddamn battle royals being fucking number one contender shots. Stop all the fucking nonsense. What did AEW say? We're going to be like real sports. How many fucking football games in the XFL you've been to where the Sea Dragons had to play three other teams at the same time? Come on. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because it's fucking stupid and it doesn't make sense. And it's not just AEW. It's across the board. Fucking everybody in their grandmother's fucking wrestling federation does it. And it's stupid. And we got to fucking get away from it. I'm sorry. We do. Tony, how many triple threat matches was Bruno San Martino in? None. You know why? Because he was man enough to say, you want to challenge me? One-on-one. Let's go. That's it. Uh, And fucking Tony Schiavone, 45 fucking times during that women's triple threat match. Hey, she you know, doesn't have to be in the finish. Uh, she can like not even be in the finish. He said the same shit six fucking times in the first 30 seconds of the match. We get it. We get it. Shut I didn't up. hate. I didn't hate the tag match, Kevin. I thought it was highly entertaining. But the, uh, again, I think I'm picking nits, right? Right. Shit that bothered me. I'll tell you what match I didn't like. Uh, and I just maybe I'm just over Samoa Joe Wardlow just did nothing for no, me. No, that was that was the that was the flat spot of the show, a hundred percent. Like big meaty men slapping, I'm kind of over it. Yeah, and I, I feel like so that was. What was the order? What was the match order, Matt? Do you have that? I God, dropped all I my freaking stupid I notes. Um, it was right after the fucking bloodbath. Okay, right after the death match, which was for what it look. It was a Texas death match. It was good. No, what's your beef with the Texas Deathmatch, Tony? Can we fucking loincloth? Really? Just fucking hit the guy with the barbed wire. Why are you going to wrap that shit around yourself and then you just fucking hurt yourself? For what reason? You got a chair with the shit around it. Hit him with the fucking chair. Hit him 500 times with the fucking chair. Like uh, the stupid shit. Like, oh, let me wrap it around my hand. Yeah, it was cool when McFoley did it 15 fucking years ago and he had fucking Mr. Socko on his hand. You're not fucking McFoley. Stop the McFoley shit. Just fucking let me put the fuck. Yeah, the fucking Sandman did. He was a fucking drunk. Maybe that's what they were fucking playing off of with fucking Adam Page. But come on. Come on. Some of that shit just didn't make fucking sense, dude. Maybe, Tony. Just I get look, wait, I get the story where uh what's his nuts is getting pissed off. Oh, I can't be Page. I can't be Page. But dude, you fucking hit the dude in the head with a brick. You power drive him on a brick. The motherfucker's kicking out. What the fuck are we doing? Is this some Ian Rotten shit, or is this a fucking major company doing a pay-per-view? Those were some, first of all, those were working bricks. Of course they were. And secondly, maybe the idea is he will push himself to the limit and do bodily harm to himself as long as he also inflicts bodily harm. No, no, that's just being stupid. That's not even being smart. Well, it's been done throughout the history of professional wrestling. It didn't make sense for Sabu to tangle himself up in the barbed wire and then jump into Terry Funk while he was in the barbed wire. Yeah, and he almost fucking killed himself and Terry Funk doing it. Have we not learned our lessons? It it doesn't make sense. Have our past transgressions not impressed on the youth of America? What are we doing? Tony, it it doesn't make sense for someone to get thrown into the ropes and come back like like this is wrestling it's like not not a lot of it makes sense 
So like, so we should be okay with this idiot fucking making a toga out of fucking barbed wire and jumping on his opponent and then fucking flopping around like a fish, still wrapped in barbed wire for twenty seconds selling this shit. We gotta Some sell it, bro. Dude. So, so, so my question to you, Tony, is we should just abolish all moves that could potentially hurt the wrestler doing the move. Kevin, are you really fucking comparing uh, somebody doing a move to somebody between and and wrapping yourself in a fucking barbed wire loincloth and throwing yourself at someone? No, come but, on, dude. No, but you're I'm just, better than that. Don't do that. No, I'm not. I'm not comparing them, but I'm just. I guess I'm trying to, and, I, and I'm reaching. I I believe I get that I'm reaching, but like if you're going, it's if you're going to like put that on in the spotlight, like. Like, I mean, Sabu, like, like you said, Sabu would do it all the time. Like, Sandman would do it all the he, time. They didn't do it all the time. The Arabian Space Buster. That, but he never, he didn't do it all that often with barbed wire. But here's the other thing. This fucking dummy is on TV every week cutting himself open. Like, what the fuck are we doing, dude? It takes away all the meaning when you could just fucking tune it on Wednesday and see that shit for free. And you know what, Matthew Birch, if I am crazy, if it was that fucking phenomenal, good on you, good for you. I hope you enjoyed the shit out of it. Not my cup of tea. Sorry. I don't understand these two idiots fucking wrapping themselves up in shit and just fucking throwing themselves at each other. I just I'm with don't. you, but I really loved it. I don't. Look, I get the story he was trying to tell. You take half of that shit out. It's not a bad story. It's a great wrestling story. The fact that he fucking got hung up in the chain at the end fantastic finish just a lot of the gaga and bullshit to get there i was like what the fuck are we doing hey let me ask you guys a question what's up what 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 in your mind is a texas death match because my brain said that's pinfall submission you have to account of 10 to get up yeah exactly sure i have no that's idea what it was supposed to be yeah well that's i thought that's what a texas death match was but this was only Submission, or you can't get up, or yeah, survive a ten count after being knocked down. Yeah, wouldn't that be like a last man standing? No, yeah. no, no. There was no pin. There was no survive a ten count after you get pinned. It was knockout or submission. No, but then, but they were doing the ten counts for knockouts, right? But there was yeah. no so you still would have to either answer the ten or submit, or not answer the ten or submit. Right, but yeah, that yeah. Normally there would be pinfall there too. Right. There's there was supposed to be pinfall and then you have to answer the count. Right. That's the way it was supposed to go. That's a last man standing match. It's not a Texas death match. No. WWE does their last man standing just by ten count. No. Well, traditionally you pin and then you have to count a ten to get up. That's what yeah, I that's always... that's how it that that's how a Texas death match is supposed to be. Oh, is that what it is? Right, so I have no idea about the Texas yeah, death so, match. I just thought that was the last man standing match. So the only similarity is to the last manding, the last man standing match is that you must be pinned. Then, so Texas death match, Jesus Christ, Texas death match pinned, then a ten count. Last man yeah. standing match, just a ten count. For okay, knockdown. So this hey, you know, was a last man standing match. You want to know something funny? For all you historians, Bruno San Martino was in a Texas death match, March seventeenth, nineteen seventy five, at the Garden. Or he defeated Spiros Arion. Do you, did you just look that up too? No, well, I just looked up Texas Deathmatch, and Pro Wrestling Wiki was the first thing that came up, and it gave me a whole list. I actually remember Hogan defeated King Harley Race. Same thing up in Boston. Uh, I remember they were advertising that as a Texas Deathmatch when I was a kid. I was like, what the fuck is that? That was the first time I ever heard of it. A Boston Deathmatch? No, it was, well, 
Yes, a Texas death match at the Garden, too. Actually, Terry Funk defeated Eddie Gilbert in Wayne, New Jersey in 1992 in a Texas death match. So there, there you go. go. <laughs> there you go. Did you, did you hear people giving that that term like crap because it wasn't in Texas? No, I was just being I was annoyed. No, no, it's it's been a thing. Like people were shitting oh, at really? it. Like, why is this a Texas death match when it's not in Texas? And oh, Cornette said the same thing. The funniest thing about the funniest thing about it was like Shelton Benjamin said, European uppercuts are now canceled outside of Europe. <laughs> like, well, in Europe, weird. aren't they just called uppercuts? All right, Tony. Thank you. Bad jokes coming in. We're gonna put a bow on this AEW. We'll get back to it after we talk to our guest. Let's bring in a uh, friend of the show. Professional wrestler, Miss Gabby Ortiz. Hi, Gabby, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, Jesus Christ! No, fix that. There What's we go. That's here? better. All right. First of all, props to the cheese that's behind you. What flavor are we rocking there? Oh, they're the extra toasty ones. Ooh! I got a box downstairs in the cabinet. But I'm if I thief. if I am not good, I will eat the whole thing in one sitting. They're yummy. They Same. are yummy. <laughs> Gabby, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Are you excited for this uh, Monster Factory Apple TV Apple TV Plus? Why is that so hard to say? Why can't it just be Apple TV? Why has it got to be a plus? I think Apple TV is um, there's like a like an actual like thingy, like a physical Apple TV, um, like a Fire Stick, and then Apple TV Plus is their streaming service. I think. All right. I could be totally wrong, but Apple TV Plus is a streaming service. It's actually very funny because you mentioned the date, March 17th. That's the day our show comes out, March 17th. So. See, Tony <laughs> ties it all together with Bruno San Martino, useless facts. You're, you've been a professional wrestler for a while now. Is there any difference when you're there and they're shooting this? Is there an, an extra... Are, are you heightened knowing you're being filmed all the time? Do you ever get used to it? Um, the first couple weeks of filming, I was very like in show off mode. I just wanted to look like the best, like student at the school and the novelty wore off pretty quickly and they just kind of became like a part of it. And I was just doing what I would normally do, which is like goof around sometimes and, uh, just kind of, uh, be a little bit miserable too. Cause that can happen when you're training. <laughs> So, so this this show like came out of nowhere for for me. Like, this must have been like one of the best kept secrets because like like I have like my finger to the pulse of like a lot of stuff as we all do here. Yeah. And I until I saw the trailer, I had no idea this was happening. How difficult was that? It's honestly keep? so weird. I never mentioned it to you, like bumping into you or yeah. Like I don't I don't I don't know if LSG ever mentioned it to you, but like yeah, no. it, we just it sometimes didn't feel real like or that if like it was happening because um it had been in the works for like seven years i remember the crew of people who created the show were coming in in like 2015 which was the year that i started so it's like it was it's it was a long time coming that like when it was finally happening we were like oh god we've been hearing about this for so long like we almost didn't think it was even gonna happen um, and you know, we wanted to keep it a little quiet too. And when, when Danny, when it was like feeling very real and, um, I'm just, I'm happy that like you said, you said that. Cause then that means like we really did keep it a secret for a while. I mean, it, it's very possible that I did hear about it and just forgot, <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, 
not, there's no, I would, I would have been super pumped for this if I had known about it. So the fact that I didn't know, um, I don't know, I can't speak for these guys, but the fact that I didn't know is pretty wild and remarkable. And I was pretty pumped to see the, the trailer. Good. I'm glad. Are you, do you feel more vulnerable when the trailer comes out that people see you break down with Danny? No, I cry all the time. <laughs> I'm a massive cry baby. That's like, I'm like, of course, like the scene that I'm crying in is the one on the trailer. That's just so fitting. Do you, uh, we know the wrestling business is like cutthroat. Is there, do people talk shit because you are one of the people that are featured there? Like Christian Rocco, that punk, that punk ass chump who's been dodging me. Can't get him back on the show. It's, I can't beat him at trivia. Does he have beef with you? I'll go down there and smack the shit out of him before you get No, Christian was there the whole filming. He's, he's nice to me. He's a sweet boy to me. <laughs> but do you, but no, is there that resentment? Really are people positive. jealous of you? for being chosen to be in this position? No, I, I have, if they are, I haven't heard anything. And if I do, I don't care. I've, I've been in the business for so long. And like, I think personally, I kind of deserve a break like this, like something cool to like talk about. And it's been a while. I've been, I, I think I've been, because of filming the show, I've been laying like relatively low, just working on this and um, training a lot and just making sure that I'm in good shape for when the show comes out. So that if something does come of it, um, you know, I can be prepared, but yeah, if anyone's jealous, I haven't heard anything. Um, I, I keep my circle very small. So the people who are excited for me are people I really care about. And if anyone's jealous, I don't know. So since, since this trailer was released, what kind of feedback have you been getting in terms of the excitement for the show? Uh, if anything, uh, I have a lot more cousins than I thought I did. So that's interesting to find that out. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, the feedback's been really positive. And like we we had to talk with Danny before the trailer came out. Like, hey, you know, people might have certain things to say to you. They might think that the Monster Factory wasn't worth documenting. They might have think, like mean things to say about you directly. He's like, just take it and, you know, try to move on from it. But like that hasn't really been a thing everyone's been really positive and maybe that'll change when the show comes out on march 17th but i i don't anticipate it it's a really feel good show and i think a lot of people will relate to it more they might go into it being like especially if they know me or they know you know mimi or any of the other people or danny of course they might go into it being with a certain preconceived notion about who the monster factory is and who we are but i think upon watching it and getting to know us a little bit more um they'll feel like a little less of that haterade in their system. <laughs> the uh, the press release. Did you write your own bio here? No, I don't even know. Can I read it? To you? I think it's there's. I just. I'm curious. Gabby, a Philadelphia native who has worked in the mayor's office. You worked at the. Is that part of your story? Um, it's actually not too too much too part of my story because um, I I still work there. Oh, so, like I have to um, I, I had to keep it separate. They wanted to come film at my office, but it was just not that was uh, truthfully. I didn't even like look into it. I didn't want them coming to my job because um, it's honestly like kind of yeah. boring. But yeah, I do. I work there still. Yeah, I thought that was weird that they mentioned that in your in your it's not on the show too much. Is it? There's like one little snippet of me in Center City. That's it. Yeah, when you're walking, and then yeah, you yeah, it's in the regular trailer. clothes yeah. to your wrestling that's gear. Most, that's the most you see of me in my professional life, like my shoot job. How many All takes right. did that shot take? 
a lot? <laughs> yeah. That was like my least favorite day of filming was when we had to do that. Do they, let me ask you, do they, how do I ask this without possibly ruining the show? Do they look, do they try and like create conflict? They turn the heat up, they turn the air off, they take your water away from you, get you cranky. No, no, they just made me cranky by being there sometimes. I could, <laughs> I could, I could never do it. I could never have. No, they, they everything you see is genuine conflict or genuine emotion wait. and stuff. Like there was nothing manufactured. If you wait. had to estimate how long in a single day the cameras were actually on you, like what would be the average time? Um, so they would come in like every other week for from about February of 2022 to August. Um, they were in every other week and um, they'd rotate around the six of us and who they were going to film. It's oh, my God, it's like hard to say I would have some eight hour days with them. Some days I would be with them for like only the four hours of training that we'd have. Um, so between four to eight hours, we would be with them, I'd say. Nice. They go what on would you road. say is the most rewarding thing about doing this show so far before it's even released? I know the answer might change once it's out. Yeah. But like, but like right now, like what, what do you think is the most rewarding thing about what you've been through? I kind of fell back in love with pro wrestling through it. Nice. Um, yeah. Cause I was not happy with the business or my place in it at all. Um, because I kind of stopped going to training. Uh, I wasn't making any new friends or any. I was like around the same people all the time, having the same matches all the time. Um, and just sort of like burnt out. And then um, getting back into an environment with a bunch of like kids that are new and excited and are still really fresh in the business was like, it gave me a really, really nice, fresh perspective on the business. And I was able to really fall back in love with it like when i first started nice with with the like the camera crew were they wrestling fans or did you have to did you have to kind of explain to them like you're gonna want to be here now <laughs> go over there now and film this like how much did you have to hold the like their hands they were quick learners um so but coming in initially they didn't know anything they were like they weren't they weren't big fans like they knew the basic stuff and like the, the big guys and all you know and what everybody I think knows about professional wrestling. Uh, but for the most part, like they, they didn't know anything, but they did learn very fast. And I think that they are fans now, at least they're fans of us. If you were take yourself out of the equation for the show, out of the other characters, Mimi and Twitch and Bobby Buffet and Goldie, who are, whose story are you most excited to watch unfold during this six part, uh, little mini documentary gimmick? My dad's, I'm just kidding. My dad's in it a lot. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He like, he would film with me some days. Uh, no, I would probably have to say Goldie's because I know he has like a really cool arc that happens during it that I'm really excited to see unfold, you know, from a different perspective. Have you guys gotten to see the finished product yet or do you have to wait till the 17th? You have to wait till the 17th. That's bullshit. Yeah. But it's okay because I I remember so much of it and I'm just I'm excited not excited I'm a little anxious to see what they kept in and took out because we filmed a lot you know and it's six episodes so I imagine there's plenty of stuff that they couldn't use. Now in the press release they did say there's enough 
for possibly a second season. Are you excited to, if this is successful, would you be open to, you know, part two, possibly three? Even if it isn't successful, I would love to do it again. Um, <laughs> Cause it was just a good time. And um, I think that I definitely think there is enough story for a season two and uh, maybe they can highlight some other of, you know, some other students at the factory because there's definitely a lot of up and coming stars out there right now. What was, um, how was Danny through all the process? Cause we have a lot of admiration for Danny and we really like him and, and respect him. So what was he like and how did he, how did he handle people in his school doing this? Um, I mean, we, especially me and I think Twitch, we had the most uh, history with this crew coming in and like knowing about it. So we were ready. Um, and he knew he could count on us for it. And he did. I mean, we got through it and we, we finished it. Um, I think it was really frustrated, frustrated at a couple people that didn't take the opportunity as seriously as he wanted them to. But like, in my opinion, he was being very vague about a lot of it and a lot of what was going to come to it. And like, you had to just put your trust in him and trust that like something cool is going to come out of it. And like, the five of us did and the five of us went with it and I'm glad we did, but I can understand why some people were like, I don't know about this because it happens in wrestling a lot and in life in general where like these big grand ideas are happening and like things are being planned out and then it just never pans out. So I understand people's hesitation and like reservations with it, but you know, I didn't have anything much else going on. So it wasn't, if this didn't come into anything, I think I would have still been happy that I did it. Well, I, I think I can speak for everybody out there. Works. So I'm excited to check this out. The trailer looks amazing. And yeah. and the, the press release they sent out and all the, the stories that they're going to tell focusing on, on the, this cast of characters, is, I don't see how it can't be good for a second season. Yeah, definitely. It's really it's it's going to be really fun. Yeah, I'm Maybe excited. It's hard to watch, too. I don't know. What yeah, I, I could see that. I, you know, the... Without giving it away, obviously the personal tragedy, you stepped away, now you're back in. Like how much of that is like part of your is that your whole story? I I, I guess maybe. There was other stuff that happened, but I, that was like the big like chunk right, of well, it. Yeah, and and the thing that I stepped away is like kind of not true. I didn't step away from the business, I stepped away from the monster factory and I was just focused on taking bookings and I was focused on like my image and my my branding and not focused on training like I should have because I had a lot of work to, I had a lot of things to work on. So. Apple TV, get your shit right when you send out a press release. <laughs> All right, look, okay. miss, they call you guys misfit dreamers. How rude. You guys don't look like misfits. What is this? <laughs> I think that's, I think that's something that Danny called us. So I think they took that and they like, it sounded like pretty. So they put it in there. All righty. Well, really nobody else has anything to say <laughs> sorry we're rude this is a rude crew tonight Gabby I don't mind well, I set the tone because prison Matt is here and you know I had to break these guys down I gotta bring them back up again they and get then... the dementors in here to teach them a lesson <laughs> exactly <laughs> all we do is rule around here it's not right <laughs> we so should have go. we should have kept a tally on how many times the words dementor gruel and uh, you got a good life was uh, was said today. <laughs> Perfect. Now I know you got. Are you just? How was your title defense yesterday? How'd that go? 
Are we not My talking about defense? this? Did you wrestle yesterday? What? Oh, this is on the 19th. I'm sorry. <sighs> Prison Matt is just got another couple years added to his sentence. <laughs> um. Disaster. It will go really well. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> yeah, yeah, Apple TV, get your shit straight, Apple TV. <laughs> you guys don't understand how much gruel I've had to eat today. I'm literally sounds like, sounds like you're eating some humble pie too there, buddy. Nothing? Information being thrown at this guy. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff happening. So on the nineteenth, you're going to defend your pro wrestling R championship against R. Demarius Dawkins. Yeah. Yeah, Demarius. Her. Uh, this is a kind of a. This is our third time meeting up for this belt. So, um, I have won. I I beat her initially uh, for the first to be the first ever pro wrestling R women's champion, and then um, we wrestled again in the three way against. Um, Rita Slala and I won again and then this is our third time meeting up for it so we'll see what happens she's so, very good so through, so through this documentary you mentioned that you, it made you fall back in love with wrestling again what specifically about wrestling that you thought you wouldn't miss do you do you miss and that you're happy that you have back the community of it because um, I can go in a ring like seven days a week if I wanted to at the Monster Factory um, but there isn't always going to be people there. So when you're at a show or um, when you're at training, when everyone's scheduled to be there, it's really nice to have that camaraderie and we all speak the same language and we all want the same things. So it's really nice to be with some like-minded people in that way. And I kind of just, um, even when I was taking bookings a lot, I was very like, I was kind of, kind of would keep to myself in locker rooms and I would have my bag in the corner somewhere and uh but this helped me, and not not because I, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I was just very anxious, right. um, and I wasn't feeling myself. But then when I got back into the building at the Monster Factory, and I was kind of forced to have to, like, step up and, and be social and work with people and not just work with my opponent and the promoter, I was, um, I was able to fall back in love with, like, being friends with people and being in that community again. Well, it's awesome that you're back in the community. I'm sure you were greatly missed. I know I missed all the, the stuff on social media because I know you kind of took a break. It seems yeah. like you weren't wrestling as much. So it's nice to see you back on social media. Uh, I'm not going to lie, Gab. I don't feel uh, right looking at this OnlyFans picture as I scroll through your, your okay. Twitter. It's, I mean, you're a beautiful young lady. Thank you. But, uh, you know. I cannot. I can't, I'll take it down. I think. No, no, no. This, this, <laughs> that promotion is over anyway. <laughs> this, this, this show is going to blow up and then your OnlyFans is going to be off the chain. She literally just said she was feeling anxious. And then he said, I don't know how I feel about this picture of you. <laughs> no, because it's, you know, I'm a married man. And then, you know. Call, I'll know, take it down. I'm sorry to your what? No, you're good. No, <laughs> you're not catering to me, Gabby. You're not catering to me. You're fine. You're fine. I'm gonna turn this on his on its ear, though, Gab. I don't think I asked you this last time you did the show, and I gotta ask. I ask every guest. You ready? When was the last oh, time? No, no. You, when was the last time you pooped your pants? I think when I was a baby. Really. The guys always have much better answers than the girls. Yeah, because girls don't poop like that much. I think it's like a once a year kind of thing, Chris. 
<laughs> once a year. Yeah, we go to the mountains. You go to the mountains. Yeah. Not the beach. I'm cool with it. I mean, it's, it's a personal region. thing. I can't say what other women do. I go to the mountains. How far? Like the Appalachians, the Rockies. You know, I don't. I don't have money like that. I just go to the Poconos. I'm not the best at geography, but I think the Appalachians run like through Pennsylvania, New Jersey. The inbred people freak me out, so I stay away. That's, don't right. go to the Carolinas. You're good. Don't go down there. Okay. I'll, I'll keep that the whites of West Virginia, look out for those people. <laughs> you ever see that documentary? That's a good mm-hmm. documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Not I, as good I, as that stuff fascinates me so much. I have to I have to like watch it and know all about it because it's it's just it's never talked about. People don't talk about that stuff. So I feel the same way about true crime. Yeah. Same. I've been like really into this like Murdow thing, like that trial. The what? That's um the Murdow trial. It's like oh, this... the... yes. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, who is that guy? He's like a lawyer in just one of the Carolinas or something. Um, and he like murdered his family and committed a bunch of fraud and stole a bunch of money from his clients and just all this stuff is going on there. It's really interesting. Yeah, there's he a just got sentenced yeah. though, so there's not much else. Look, to yeah, I saw that. He's on Netflix. Who he was? Yeah, he's um just a crazy white dude. You guys right. should know all about that. That's right. It's a little racist. What? Wait, what? You're like, I don't like inbreds and white people. And it's no, I do. With beard <laughs> like, wait, wait. On. <laughs> we might as all be we might as all well be cousins. Maybe we're your cousins. Maybe I'm Irish too. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now that we got that big Apple TV Plus gimmick going on, what's up? <laughs> Stop linking some of the Cheez-Its. I have plenty. I don't. You know what? I fucking bought. I bought a small box. I thought I brought two same size boxes for me and my wife. I brought a small box for myself. I was so disappointed yesterday when I opened it up. It's very sweet that you gave your wife the bigger one, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. Hi, oh. When you before, when you said you keep your circle small, I was going to. Yo, that's what she said. But I feel like was... <laughs> we just lost Kevin. Kevin, we just lost Kevin. Kevin's gone. <laughs> Something fell off his foot. Something fell off his. Hey, his... man, I like a good cream filled donut. I ain't going to lie. That's what she said. That's what she said. See, there we go. Gabby knows what's going on there. Fuck yeah. Are you going to have like a big party on the 17th? You get a, all your cousins together? Or you just gonna no, I hate yourself? them. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. There, I'm probably going to be forced to go somewhere because I was hearing like my godparents saying they wanted to do something. But oh, go of... to the Hat in West Orange on the 17th. The O'Grady's will be there. No, that's not the okay. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. Is the 17th St. Patrick's Day? Yes. Yeah, Every but the parade. Year, the parade is not St. Pat. Is not. It's the. It's Sunday. Well, the parade that goes through the hat is going to be on the 17th. <laughs> This is way too much inside baseball for Gabby. She doesn't even. She's in like the Philadelphia area. She doesn't care about the hat. It's a bar that I'm bartending at at this bar for St. Patrick's Day, and our parade is Sunday. So there's a whole backstory there. He's not. He's not turning any of the young ladies down either. (laughs) My man. (laughs) My man. Say you have a view. 
Say you have a viewing party. Uh-huh. What kind of snacks are we having? And are you going to dye any of them green? I'm just going to have a like bunch of Cheez-Its out. Just Cheez-Its? <laughs> and some orange soda, the opposite of green. <laughs> wow, you're going all orange. What about a charcuterie board? Um, It will be not there because I don't know how to make one of those. Even though it's just meats and cheeses and crackers, yeah. right? I could That's do it. that. You know I, mean? I can put it on a board, put it on a plate. No I'll just cares. get I'll just get a bunch of lunchables and like place them. Oh, right yeah, that, that the sounds table. awesome. That's that's oh, yeah. technically a charcuterie board. Yeah. Right? Okay, well, I'll do that. Do it. <laughs> I want to see. I can't wait for this thing to come out. This is like a binge. You're gonna watch all six in one night. Yeah, I. I you know what? I think that it's definitely gonna be that. I hope it's that. Um. I don't know if they're doing if they're uh, maybe you know from the press release if they're releasing all six or if it's going to be a weekly thing, but I think they're releasing all six at the same time. PW Insider reports that the plan is to release all six episodes. Got it. Which cool. Are thirty minutes long. Yes. So binge worthy, binge worthy TV. I can't wait. I'm super excited for this. Dude, I'm glad. I'm glad you're gonna. I, I really think everyone's gonna like it. Although I don't like to see you crying in the trailer. Too damn bad because you're gonna see me crying. No, in the it's show just too. upsetting. I don't want to see anybody <laughs> cry. There's, there, there's, there's probably gonna be some tears shed by audience members. We'll see. Are you? Do you realize you're being recorded while you're crying, or you just don't give a shit? Like I don't care. I've like given up caring, looking cool, or no. Like, I, I under. I'm just like you're a professional wrestler. You've been in on you know all your stuff is taped and it's streamed and whatever. So you, maybe you're used to the camera to a certain extent, but when mm-hmm. you get outside the ring, like I couldn't, I couldn't have some, like if I went to get the mail and they followed me up my drive, I'd be like, stop, this isn't, there's nothing funny is going to happen. I go, I get the mail. It's like the second, my second favorite part of the day. I, I was going to say that that would that'd be real riveting uh, TV <laughs> sarcastically. But then I just realized what you told us before. Yeah, Matt went ass over tea kettle when he was going to shovel his stairs. steps. <laughs> Fell down his stairs to get <laughs> Yeah, but Look, that's see, not there's, every a, day. there's something interesting to catch for you doing normal stuff. Oh, Matt's uh, also a lumberjack. He chops wood. That's what you do? Hell yeah. Why don't you make a TikTok? People love seeing people chop wood. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, my God. Okay, Matt chopping wood on TikTok. That's not what I do. Yeah, it is. What do you do then? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you chop wood. I didn't question it. He's also he also might be Jewish. Wait, you weren't one of the Irish ones? No. <laughs> I got asked today at the Walmart if I was Jewish. At the Walmart. Gabby. The Walmart. At the, at the Walmart. Outside, outside the Walmart. <laughs> the Benibirth Walmart. <laughs> <sighs> this is too much. No, I'm not a lumberjack. I run a food truck. You run what? A food truck. Ooh, what kind of food truck? Uh, mobile wood fire pizza truck. So you are a lumberjack. Yes, chopping the wood for the pizza truck. That's not dangerous. Like to have a wood fire like thingy in your truck. No, no. The, it is designed wood fire thingy wood in your fire truck. Thingy. Love it, right? I don't know. He just no, throws it's... the wood in the back of his pickup truck and lights it on fire with gasoline. I would and put pizzas on top of it. I would eat it. I don't care. I would destroy that pizza. 
anytime you are in northern New Jersey, you just slide into the DMs. Word. And we'll get you a pizza. You come by the I, pizza truck. We'll I have you. a pizza tattoo. So I was at now. I don't know if you were there. I'm trying to remember who was there. What Are we just blown over the fact that she's got a pizza tattoo? Yeah, oh, we're gonna get there. Relax. You got to pay to the OnlyFans to see the pizza tattoo. This is true. Not for fucking free. Relax over there. What type of pizza though? It's a pepperoni and sausage. Ooh. With melty cheese on it. It's on my. It's on my leg. I can't show it because it's kind of like. Yeah. You gotta go to the OnlyFans. You gotta go to the OnlyFans. It's well, I just—I mean, the type of pizza might sway some people to or to not go to the OnlyFans. To yeah, see do you have a Do you have a version of the tattoo with vegan cheese and perhaps a gluten-free crust? <laughs> if you believe hard enough that it is gluten-free crust and vegan cheese, then yes, I do. With a All big right. old sausage on it. <laughs> it's vegan sausage. <laughs> it's soy protein. <laughs> Ethically sourced. Ethically sourced soy protein and pea protein. I don't know. Was, uh, there was like a rock and roll carnival a couple years ago, and I was there with the pizza truck. And there was wrestling. I know I fed Joey Janela and Drew Gulak. I don't think I was there. Okay. It was awesome, if you like rock and roll. I do. I'm, I'm sad I wasn't there if there was pizza, rock and roll, and wrestling. Right? Like Seven I missed out. played. Who played? Seven Dust was there. Slash was there. Clutch was there. You know Slash isn't real, right? No, I made pizza for Slash. He's real as shit. It was one of your parents. <laughs> Dressed up as Slash. I'm sorry, that's a South Park joke. <laughs> Shut up. Like the, it's like the people that think Damar Hamlin's really dead and it's just a black dude with a, a mask on his face. Sure. <laughs> Have you heard those crazy? There's crazy people out there. They used to play professional baseball to think that. <laughs> That's really a thing people think. Yes, people are fucking crazy. Nah, yeah. people are fine. It's all good. No, people aren't mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, they are. Everything's cool. Gabby, this has been so much fun. Yeah. You're the best. I'm glad we could do this on short notice. Me I saw too. the trailer. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to reach out to Gabby because this is a no brainer. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I'm glad I did too. This was a lot of fun at Gabbity. Did I say that right? Yes. On the Twitter machine. She's also her link tree has been going across the bottom. Link tree slash Gabby Ortiz, Instagram and Twitter at Gabbity. And then the Monster Factor premieres on Apple TV Plus <laughs> March 17th. Yay, you did it. You said all the things. <laughs> I don't have to say anything. <laughs> no, that's what we're we're perf- somewhat. You're perf- good. Yeah. Now, but if you could put another picture up of you in the Shining Wizards t-shirt, that got a ton of likes a couple of years ago. Got we're it. Always, we're always looking for extra, you know, the extra rub. Put us over, brother. You got it. <laughs> Maybe you can tell people you're a lumberjack, too. <laughs> I will. I became a fucking lumberjack tonight. This is very... You are a lumberjack! Stop denying <laughs> it, I'm not. Every week, I was chopping wood. I was taking down some trees. A lot of wood. Ready for the winter. He chopped some wood with his ass when he fell down the stairs. (laughs) The dough just came in. Got to get the uh, got to get the truck nice and hot. Got to get the truck ready. No one says get the truck nice. (laughs) I know you don't know what you're talking about. Because I'm not a lumberjack or a pizza connoisseur. I'm not a fucking lumberjack. Ah, but you are a pizza connoisseur. I am a pizza. I technically I'm a pizzaiola. You're a pizza a something. Pizza-iola? Is that I'm the Latin name for it? What is that? Pizza. Uh, it's uh, someone who specializes in the Neapolitan style of pizza. 
Oh, is that like the fancy one with like the leaves on it? Like uh, basil? Basil. Leaves. No, basil. I can't find my Here's what I do, Gab. I chop the tree down. Put oak. I chop down an oak. I take all the leaves. I put them in a plastic bag. <laughs> season them. And then I dry them out. And then put them in the oven. Basil, man. The seasoning is actually just the pine needles. So. <laughs> yeah, right around Christmas, we do like a pine cone pizza. It's delightful. Put some reindeer on it. Don't you start with that reindeer shit, bro. Because that's disgusting. Gabby, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? I had one of those, like, lollipops with a cricket inside of it. How was it? It was fine. It tasted like cricket. I mean, lollipop. It tasted like cricket and lollipop. So, <laughs> it was fine. Me and my dad like, got it at, like, like, Spencer's or Hot Topic or one of those places, and we both ate it, and it was so underwhelming that it was, like... I guess I've had, was it? It was a weird animal jerky. Might've been like alligator or bison or something. I, one of those, or kangaroo maybe it was. Nice. Or Eat a kangaroo. I don't remember. It was a weird jerky that I had once. I oh, tried kangaroo did. once, maybe a little jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking boo. <laughs> You're also a weird jerky. Spencer's come for the dildos, stay for the fucking cricket, cricket lollipops. lollipops. <laughs> well, that's the problem. You can't be buying cricket lollipops at Spencer's. Yeah, it was one of the two weird stores at the mall. I don't remember. Long my, time some, my wife took me to some weird Asian market today. His it wife's was, Asian. It was <laughs> off the chain. It was it like an H Mart or something? No, it was like Asian market. Uh, Mushiki, <laughs> Mushika. It was in Edgewater. It was like I had some bubble tea. It was great. You know, those are like tap. Did you get the tapioca bubble tea or was it the, yeah, tap, had, the black ones? No, they have, it was lychee tapioca. Oh. My raspberry strawberry black tea. It was delightful. That sounds good. It was very good. The only thing I wanted, my wife's throwing all sorts of weird shit in the shopping cart. I'm like, can we just get a bubble tea? I don't want any <laughs> stuff. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. And I also don't like being... I was the minority there. It was rough. Aww. Oh, poor baby. Oh, you're the only white guy in the place. It was rough. They were all looking at me, following me around like I was going to do something. Well, with your do-rag and your flannel vest on, I mean, of course they're going to stare at you. I didn't have a do-rag on. I had a hat on. They probably wanted to hire you as their lumberjack for their lumberjack needs. How, how many of them asked if you were Jewish? None of them. That was at the Walmart. <laughs> We also wanted to do a bookstore, which was a little weird. Oh, God forbid books. Ooh. <laughs> they weren't in English, so yeah. Ooh. I don't know what the point was. was an Asian bookstore? Yeah. Oh. They had, like, you the had magazines. a fun day. I did have a, it was a full day. Nice. I didn't chop any wood, though. Nice. It's wet. It rained, like, all weekend, so the wood's wet. You can't chop it. Are you a lumberjack or not? Like, no. <laughs> Not a lumberjack, but I have a lot of I have a lot of trees on my property that I got cut down. So instead of getting rid of the wood, we save the wood and every once in a while go out and cut some logs up for the fire pit or the fireplace. I've just cut so many logs, I don't need to be out there every day cutting logs. Okay. All right. I cut logs every day. Mm. Once a year for me. In the woods. In the Poconos. In the mountains. 
which ironically has plenty of logs already. Because yes. <laughs> all the women go there, Kevin. <laughs> in the Poconos, in a heart shaped bathtub. That's a dove in. It's worse than walking around the county park with all the goose shit. Is the dove in a real place? Yeah. I don't, it's not in the Poconos, though. It's in like Mishanami and PA. It's, a, it's like a sexy hotel. Ooh, does it have a sex swing? Huh? Does it have a sex swing? I don't know about. I don't know. I you know look it up on YouTube. It's fascinating. What are we doing, dude? What? <laughs> what are we doing? It's fucking. Look, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about it. You can. Look I know it up people there. have used sex swings to like bathe their dogs, like their big dogs. They like strap them into the swing. They, like, yeah, that's them. what I do when I want to bathe my big dog. <laughs> Ew. You're a fucking ghoul. Am I a Gabby ghoul? Can I go? Yes, go, Gabby. Please go. Thank you so much. Bye. Gabby, this is a pleasure. We'll see you on the March 17th. Apple TV Plus, Monster Factory. Check it out. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Bye, Gabby. Gabby. See you soon. Bye. Handsome Kevin. <laughs> LSG wants to know about the loop in. Didn't you play fucking rock band at the loop in, Tony? That was the loop lounge. The loop lounge in Clifton. Yeah. Uh, what's the loop in? I don't know. What's the I don't know. You? Yeah. <laughs> Marking out poses an interesting question. How am I just learning that Matt works in a pizza truck? I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I don't when I saw this, Gabby's Gruel sounds like a food truck. I was all I'm thinking is it's like a play on Gabagool. Like she'll just make sandwiches. Mm, yeah, no, I like that. All right, back to you, Matt. That was fun. <laughs> that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. That escalated quickly. You ever, you ever did I have a sex swing? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> what? Dude, it was going so perfect. Like, so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one with the heart-shaped tub? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I cut logs, my big whatever you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Matt gets a pass for that one, Tony. She you said bathing your big dog in the sex swing. <laughs> <laughs> she said, she said ew. She said she was like ew immediately after you said that. They were talking no one's about ever it. Said, ew. <laughs> I was listening to the Stiff Socks podcast. They were talking about sex swing. And then they're watching the video on YouTube where people aren't having sex, but they're they're demonstrating how to use the swing. And it was very funny. Oh, my God. Speaking of plugging podcasts, you want to plug the network so we can move I guess on? No, we got to do this before uh, I beat somebody. And can you beat that? Is there? Yes. Any- the, per- the person you're beating is joining us at 830. So. All right. Is there anything else from Revolution you guys would like to talk about before we do plugs? Uh, uh. Yeah, I, I I watched the show, so I I'd like to talk about. I thought the trios tag match might have been my favorite match on the show until the main event. I really like the fact that House of Black is finally getting their flowers and they're and they're doing their thing. Uh, the the women's uh, triple threat match. Stuff, oh, Jericho Ricky Starks was a little clunky, I thought, but like and ended up being really really fine. I, I Matt top to bottom. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna put this on like elimination chamber level, but it was pretty damn good. Like from top to bottom, like there was nothing bad about this show to me. No, I look the show was great. Again, I was just I think I was just picking nits about certain things, but overall, like you'll be hard pressed to find me 
say anything bad about an AEW pay-per-view. Like, they deliver. All the young guys and girls won. Like, they put a lot of bows on a lot of stories. So I'm pretty excited to see what happens uh, this week and on the road to Double or Nothing. Do you want to hear my pits of nits? Sure. They, I hate, whoever does the musics, I hate. uh, Because they cut them off way too early. And who, whoever designed that commentary table, like it's so high, you could barely, you could have barely seen Jr. Like for like the first half of that show, it's so freaking high in proportion to how tall those dudes are. It bothered me, and they cut to them like after every match, like real quick, without like kind of like without getting the full celebration. Or like the Jungle Boy Christian match was, I think, a severely not talked about match enough. By the way, it was I a great match. match. It's a great match. Yeah. So it's just so weird, and they cut celebrations too premature, and that's probably a timing thing. I get it, but all that stuff was, you know, extreme pick knitting. Uh, FDR returns, so that's good. Yeah, fucking busted a lot of busted open hard way on this show too. By the way, you're going 100 miles an hour. It's a big show. You want to steal the show, so why not? Yeah, man. But I give it. If I'm doing the Meltzer, I give it nine out of ten stars. Nine out of ten. It's definitely uh, handsome, Kevin. If you're going to watch something, I would go uh, Iron Man and Trios would probably be your top two, and I would put uh, Christian Jungle Boy third there. I'm seeing. I think that the Iron Man match is the one that I'm the most interested in seeing. Uh, the The trio stuff doesn't really do an awful lot for me. I just I don't I just don't like everything devolving into chaos. But uh, I will. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, if, if if you say it's worth it, I believe you. You haven't steered me wrong, so nah, it's, it, it, it's a good it's a good show. I mean, you not no match you watch is gonna really upset you. Okay, yeah, check yeah. it out. Uh, Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. Go there, home to amazing shows. Uh, check them all out. Uh, let me just run this banner here. We're not. I'm not gonna go deep because I know we have. Um, Thank you uh, on the ones and the twos. Inconclusive breakdown, turnbuckle throwbacks, wrestling night in Canada, 30 screams or less. I got you, Kev. Uh, I got you. Um, too old for this shit. Brocast, radioactive metal. You guys, where'd you go, handsome Kevin? Now, you don't need to go solo on me here. You, I was just going to say, the year of Duke Hi. of Lake, you just put out your latest uh, episode today. Yes. Yes. Halloween Havoc 2000. Uh, the Mark Order podcast every Wednesday night. Tune in Wednesday night to hear them talk about uh, Revolution and uh, Dynamite and the road to Double or Nothing. Halloween Havoc 2000. Give me yeah. your favorite moment. Uh, the ending. I don't. What was the ending? Who was the? Main oh, guy? just the, just the fact that it was fucking over. Yeah. 2000. Yeah. WCW, yeah. Baby. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. And Duke and I have said it before on the show. It seems like, like at the beginning, we were very uh, excited to cover this and, and watch kind of WCW die. But the more we get into it, 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 it needed to go away. It was so fucking miserable. So it makes for some pretty entertaining shows, uh, yes. but it is, it has become, um, very much a chore to try and get through all of this stuff because it's it's very bad it's just yes. very bad stories are bad there is some good wrestling but not a ton it's they the start stop storylines constantly it's but it's a trip man it's a trip it's it's fun it's fun to sit down and chat with duke about them yeah definitely so check that out year of duke and rogue available on gorilla ba- brain podcasts and the shining wizards network did i get that right yeah, Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast. Gorilla, Gorilla Brain, Brain Wrestling. Wrestling Podcast. Excuse me. Um, 
We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show. $3 a month, you get our bonus content. $5 a month, we will promote you, uh, social media, your, your website, whatever. I don't care. We'll promote it. We're the best at it. Uh, $10 a month, your name goes into this cup, this cup right here. And we're going to pick our March winner right now. Nope, he already won. Sorry. Well, I can't. We can't have repeats yet. I got to make it fair for everybody. People, don't be hating on the hate the player. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Nope. Or amount of people here. A lot of names in here. Wouldn't it just make sense not to include the names that have already won? That's true too. I don't know why his name was in there twice. I'll, I'll toss it at you. Nope, they're not even. What is this? What is this character? Nope, he just won last month. We're almost out. Almost out. Here we go. Milwaukee Tom. Hey, Mickwaukee. Milwaukee Tom, I'll reach out to you. We'll set something up for April where you will be a part of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. I just did a podcast with him, too, and that dropped today on the high five. High five, Tom. I ramble like a maniac. No, it was fun. It was it was a it was a easy, entertaining hour and a half listen. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Let's thank those on our Patreon. Uh, Kathy Hummer, Queen of the Shining Wizards. Manny Crasso, King of the Shining Wizards. Danny Russinello, at not Danny Russ on the Twitter machine. Anthony Russinello, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, Kate the Great Hensler over at Miss Kate Fabe on the Twitter machine. Matt Grifo, at Matt 81 No relationship to the Kate, JG. Christine Friesendorf, Mark Paroni. You got to be in there, Tony. Come on. Happy birthday, Tony. Mark. Yes, thank you. Uh, Thomas Cops the Mott Spock at High Five Tom, marking out ROH Revelry, Midwestern Wrestling Extravaganza Podcast, the fucking High Five Podcast. He does it all. Tom's doing everything. Kieran, Bond Beasley, Eric Freeds, SJ McDonald, David Henry Bauer III, Roll, Kevin Rogue at Year of Pod, at JJ Rogue Means, at TOTS Pod, Mike Peterson at LL Mike Peterson, Asian Joe, Ryan Schlong at Mark Order Pod, Brendan Haney, he's doing the notes on the ones and the twos at Irish Misfit, Braden Bergen, uh, he's our number one fan from Iowa, Matthew Birch, the true Prince of Pro, Michael Hammond, and last but certainly not least on the Twitter machine, he's at W Mercier Jr., the one, the only, William. Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. Know what I mean? Kevin, I know what you mean. I don't want to be a dick, but I'm here in the wind tunnel. So am I now, actually. That sigh was not for that. That sigh was because I'm a little tired. (laughs) I hear nothing. I hear nothing now. I don't hear anything. I hear when I'm speaking. I heard it when Kevin was speaking above me. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. We got to get this dog and pony show on the road. Yes, sir, sir. Like, you're tired. You need to take a nap or whatever, you fucking cranky old man. Is that what, is that what this is? Is that what, what is? Is that what this is? I'm a cranky, tired old man? I don't know. Are you? I don't know. Am I? I don't know. We got, can you beat that coming up? We got, I still got some wrestling I want to talk about with you guys. Well, let's, no, let's talk more about sex swings. Yeah, uh, you wanna? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's. Yeah, first of all, the... We got. We got to bring in your you challenger. We got to bring in your challenger. Never mind. <laughs> sex swings. What's wrong with you? You said let's talk about sex swings. 
Handsome Kevin, this was your suggestion. This was your prodigy that you are bringing in. Yes, sir. To take on Shining Wizards, Matt. Why don't you give your friend a proper introduction? Well, this is uh, the one-man walking Christmas morning that is the co-host of the Tots Pod. He uh, He thinks he's a real sly funny son of a bitch with that skull and saves lives bullshit but uh good man from from huntsville my main man mr al day what's al, going oh on guys whoa al your voice rules <laughs> <laughs> al can you read me like a takeout menu absolutely Stop it, fatso. Read me it a does not sound menu. like this when I listen to the TOTS pod. You change, you changing the, the sounds on your uh, your board there, Al? I don't know, but this guy's no. like, making yourself sound a little sexier. It's like the white I mean, I've got the ability to do so. <laughs> you know, I, I can go all that. over the place. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go on record. I'm kind of hoping Al wins. I'd love to hear his voice uh, You know, defend this championship every month. You just ask him to come back and hang out. All right, come back and hang out. We talk about sex swings and pooping yep. in the woods and the Poconos. And yep. you know what? You ask, you bring up a sex swing once, and now it's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of yeah. how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> put put those O'Grady's on a sex swing and the Belenti. Oh, the oh yeah, Belenti's baby. <laughs> Only the hat, March 17th. March 12th. Uh, they're every day. It's all yeah. day, every day. Quit giving out the wrong information. The fucking 17th, people will be lined up around the block for blowies, and no one's going to be there. I will Don't not worry. Be there. If people line up for blowies, somebody will show up. You're damn right. Somebody will be there. Fuck yeah. They'll great to be there. It's so funny. Like the seventeenth, Tony mentioned Bruno Sammartino. Seventeenth is actual St. Patrick's Day, and seventeenth is the is the, the the doc drops. That's that's threes, baby. That's a power of three. Well, now it's the power of two because it's time to move on and play everybody's favorite wrestling game show. It's time for Can You Beat That? Now Matt's been talking a lot of shit the past couple of weeks that nobody's been able to step up and significantly challenge him for the Can You Beat That Championship. We got our man tonight from the Tots Pod himself, Mr. Al Day. Al, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I just have my coffee cup full of Aura Gel ready to play. Kevin knows what I'm talking about. I know what you're saying. Fuck yeah, dude. Maybe it's time tonight to tell Matt to get off the fucking lawn, but here he is. With his Can You Beat That Shining Wizards Championship, Matt, uh, I think you got a formidable opponent tonight, sir. What say you? It's about fucking time. It's not the downtown Petey Brown. I mean, me and Kevin play each other a thousand fucking times. It's great, but, I mean, we got to open this up to other people. Who would you send me? Ryan Schlong? No. Oh, the captain. Whatever fucking stupid gimmick he was, he ended up on the bottom of my shoe because I'm the champ, bitch. He knew Fucking nothing. Terrible. Absolutely. Matt's terrible. here to smush you. Well, you know what? The committee needs to figure out, you know, ahead of time. I put in my requests. I told you who I want. I want fucking Dave LaGreca. Well, Dave LaGreca was traveling across the country watching that pay per view of yours yesterday. So Was he in San Francisco? I don't know. He never got back to me. He fucking ghosted me. Even he's afraid to challenge 
for the Shining Wizards Championship. Chris Morocco went away to be a fucking TV star on Apple TV Plus. He doesn't want none of this. Well, the gentleman to your left definitely wants some of that. Now it's time for the rules. Al, we're going to let you play first. The way it works is I'm going to give you a choice of two questions. You're going to tell me which one you want to try to answer. I'm going to tell you what the exact question is, and it's going to be up to you. You'll tell me how many answers you think you can get correct. Then the play goes over to Matt to see if he's going to answer more answers to the question or if he's going to let you try to answer it. It goes back and forth until somebody eventually decides that they can't answer anymore. Then the fun begins. If it's your control, you have to answer each and every correct answer that you said you could. If you miss just one, you lose the point. If you get them all, you get the point. First player to two wins. If we're tied up after two questions, we go to the sudden death. Holy shit, your balls are going to fall off question. Any questions? Yeah, do you send Al a PDF before you go through this whole fucking rigmarole? Holy shit. No, I... Dude, this is for people that are listening on the show. What do you think? Is my first fucking rodeo here? <laughs> you don't know nothing about sex swings. You're calling me a lumberjack. You're out of control tonight. Now we do have we do have time limit strictures. We're gonna give you we're gonna what? give you what did you say? Time limit strictures? Yeah, we yes. have time limit strictures. Time limit strictures. What did yeah. I say wrong? What is a time limit stricture? Stricture is a fancy way of saying restriction. Look it up, it's real. All right. I haven't had that much more of Joe yet, Kevin. I <laughs> Feed the baby. You'll you'll have one minute to decide how many of the answers that you can give correctly to the first question. When we go back and forth, it's going to be 30 seconds each. To give time for answers, it's loosely timed also at 30 seconds. But, of course, the game master, that is me, I have the uh, the ability to allow further time when necessary, especially if we're having a good time. So if there are no further questions, I would wish both of you good luck and we will get started. Al, I give you the two topics with the two possible answers for each one. You let me know which one you want to play. First question is into the fire. It has 10 possible answers. Second question is last eight. It has eight possible answers. Choice is yours. Go with last eight. Last eight. Question to you, sir. Before Roman Reigns won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 38, we want you to name the eight people who held that prestigious championship before Roman Reigns. Now, there were some gentlemen who are multiple-time holders of that title in that time frame, but if you name them once... That counts once. So if somebody held the title twice, that person is not named twice. There are still seven other people that you would have to name. So we're looking for the last eight champions to hold the WWE championship before Roman Reigns won it at WrestleMania 38. How many can you name? Man. I know. I know a couple of them, but that's, <laughs> yeah, I've been out in the sun all day, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice sunburn here, Kevin, for you. <laughs> I mean, I can get a handful of them. Do I need to start naming them now? I wanted to make sure. No, 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 no. What you do is you tell us how many you can name. So you give us a number and then it goes to Matt to see if Matt can answer more or if he's going to let you answer it. Uh, I'll go four. Matt. 
Al is confident that he can name four of the previous eight WWE champions. Question to you, sir. Can you beat that? I have six. Al? Matt says he can answer six. Question to you, sir. Can you beat that? No. (laughs) I don't think I can. (laughs) Okay, Matt, the question to you. Before Roman Reigns won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 38, we're looking for the eight men who held that title previously. You said you can name six whenever you're ready. The WWE Championship. Yes, correct. Okay. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is one. Held the title three times. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, number two. He's held it twice. Thank you. Jesus Christ, dude. AJ Styles. I am sorry. AJ Styles is not on the list. He would have actually been number nine. He was outside of that range. Yes. First point to Al Day. What? (laughs) Can we uh, we guess? I'll ask ask Al first because he's playing the question. Uh, Who did you have on your list? So I had uh, Brock. Drew, The Miz. The Miz is on Lashley. the list. Lashley's on the list. Yeah, that was like the last four that I could think of, and then I was uncertain. Is, so how many are we at right now, Tony? We are at four, and all the guys that won it more than once are off the table, so all these other guys only held it once in that time frame. Can I, can I, get, um, can I get a Goldberg? No, Goldberg is not on that list. Matt, who else did you have? Big E. Big E was on the uh, list. Randy Orton. Randy Orton was on the list. I have him. Two people left. Kofi. A... Kofi is on the list. Oh, fucker. Ah! What, about, what about a Seth Rollins? No, no Seth Rollins. Randy Orton. We already got yep, him. Already oh, Randy. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is number eight. What? Wow. Yep. Kofi meet Daniel Bryan. Yeah, was Goldberg the Universal Champion? I guess that's what it was. I don't know, but he definitely yeah. was not the WWE Champion he, in that time frame. Because he was definitely the champ. He was definitely a top champ before, uh, after Daniel Bryan was. But yeah, it's probably Universal. <sighs> well, nice. control of the board goes over to Matt. Right. Al is up one nothing. Matt, the question to you is into the fire. Ten possible answers. Here's oh your question. All right. The debut episode of NWA Power is October 8th, 2019. In the first match, Dave and Zane Dawson defeated Billy Buck and Sal, your pal, Sal Renaro. The rest of the card had 10 wrestlers in four matches. How many of those 10 wrestlers can you name? October 8th, 2019, first episode of NWA's Power. This is a brutal question. It's a brutal one. Not as bad as the fucking tiebreaker, though. (laughs) (laughs) I got five. 
think. I think that's impressive. Al, Matt says he can name five of the ten other wrestlers on that that wrestled on that debut episode of NWA Power. Question to you, sir. Can you beat that? That's a negative. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Matt, side of the Dawsons, Salernaro and Billy Buck. Ten other wrestlers wrestled in the other four matches on the debut episode of NWA Power. You said you can name five. Whenever you're ready. I got Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis is one. He took on Tim Storm. Tim Storm is two. Eli Drake. Eli Drake is three. And uh, the give me the wild cards. Thomas Latimer and Royce Isaacs. Ladies and gentlemen, that is five. We got a tie ball game. Very well played, sir. If, Very let me well ask you a question. If I had said the question mark and Josephus was on the show, would that have counted? You know what? I would have made an exception for that. Josephus nah. was on the show. All right. So I got five, and I don't think I'll get any more. <laughs> well, you know Josephus was on, so that's six. Who else was on the show? Anybody else? Paul Cabana? <sighs> No, good First guess though. NWA power. Are we talking Camille? No, no women on the show actually. Was uh, no women? James Storm there? James Storm wrestled Josephus. Trevor Murdoch. No Trevor Murdoch at this point. One of these is a real pull. One of them, even I was kind of surprised that he was on the show. And the third one, I would have never gotten in a million years. Is it the 87-year-old dude, Mike something? No, not Action Mike Jackson. He was not on. <laughs> was it George South? No, no George South at this point. He was on the early, He was on one of the early episodes, but not this one. Rock and Roll Express? Nope. Homicide? Nope. Eddie Kingston? Nope. Nope. Uh, anyone does anyone in the chat have it, Tony? Yes, Matthew Birch has one. Caleb Conley. Caleb Conley is the one that Matthew Birch had. Well played, Matt. With you, you're never gonna get the other two. All right, all right. So I'll give them to you. So this was a tag team that took on the wild cards. One of whom was Danny White, who I would have never gotten in a bazillion years, and the other one I was kind of surprised that he was on the debut episode. Matthew Mims. Huh. Isn't that wild? Is that Big Strong Mims? Fuck yeah, dude. Big Strong Mims. Well, never mind Big Strong Mims. We got ourselves a fucking barn burner here tonight, folks. Why do I keep getting an echo? Is it just me? You guys hear it? All right. Well, I'll try to I'll try to be calm. Okay, Al, for the tiebreaker, since you're the challenger, you're gonna get to decide to play or pass this question just based on the topic, not the number of answers. The topic to you is Antonio's Revenge. You got to let me know just from the question. Do you want to play it or do you want to pass it to Matt? You'll get to go back and forth. You'll get you'll get to go back and forth with the numbers, by the way. But so you'll let Matt. All right. Matt, Antonio's Revenge has 11 possible answers. In 1983, Hulk Hogan won the IWGP tournament, beating Antonio Inoki via knockout. In 1984, Antonio came back and won the tournament, 
These are the other 11 wrestlers that were involved in said tournament. There's 11 of them. Whenever you're ready, let me know how many you can name. Are you fucking nuts? You're right. sick, Tony. You're sick. <sighs> Even Kevin Rogue is off the fucking table on this one. Anoki's out. I can't say Anoki, right? You cannot say Anoki. There's 11 other gentlemen who are participating in the tournament. I'll go with two. Al, I'll be honest. It's a tough question. That's an uncharacteristically low number for Matt. But the question to you, sir, is can you beat that? I was going to say, considering the tournament was in 1984, and at most I was one year old. <laughs> At most, I, he said. I, yeah. I was I was 10, sir. Yeah, it would have been uh, December. If it was December 1984, you might have got a one-year-old out. Otherwise, it was. So I don't think I can beat that. No. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, Kevin Rogue, before I go to Matt, is this a bad question? It is. It's a ball. It's a ball buster. This is this would be one of those like ball. Remember, I did the ball buster challenge. This is one of those ball buster fucking questions, man. You know, that, this you is know, there. You, I think you could probably f like time era. You might be able to trip on a couple names, but it's it's that's tough. That's tough. So, so Matt, Matt's going right. Matt's shooting. Matt's going. Matt's got to get. Whoops. This is one of those. This is one of those questions where you have to bluff. Like you have to bluff with how many you can get. And yeah. then hopefully that somebody else just keeps going up higher and higher. And then you say, Hey, go for Catch it. Him. Yep. Like I, I couldn't name one. So this is, this is wild. Matt, I can't wait to hear your response. Well, Matt wanted some competition tonight and I think we found it. Matt, 11 gentlemen participated in the 1984 IWGP tournament, which Antonio Inoki won. You said you can name two of them whenever you're ready. I'm going to name two, but I wrote down five names. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Matt, that is incorrect. We've got a brand new Can You Beat That Champion. He goes really? by the name of Al Day, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my man. Wow. <laughs> no, Hulk Hogan did not return back to Japan for the next IWGP tournament. Matt, I'm curious. Grand Prix? Yes. Who else? Who else did you have? At Andre. Andre was on the list. Oh, I had Adonis. Adonis was on the fucking. Oh no! <laughs> who else did you have? Dirty Dick Murdoch. Dirty Dick Murdoch was on the list. <laughs> who and else? I big, and I had Big John Stud. Big John Stud was on the list. <laughs> oh! A heartbreaker for prison Matt. This was in your hands, bro. <laughs> you had the whole and the Hulk world go back, hands. huh? The holster was not in this tournament. No, sorry. Well, God first of all, it. congratulations to Al Day, your brand new Can You Beat That Champion. But I am curious. We've got four of the eleven. Does anybody else? Want to take a stab at this? Wait, was this, a was this a WWE vehicle or was this a new Japan? No, this is New Japan. It's IWGP. Okay, so there's a lot of America. There's a lot of Gaijin on this then. Oh, there's a whole lot of Gaijin. Can I? All right, so what? 1980, what? 84? 
84, yes. Can I get a Jimmy Snooker? No Jimmy Snooker. Can I'm going to go I... straight LJN list here, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I get a... Stan Hansen. No Stan Hansen. Yes. Can I get a bruiser? No bruiser. Can I get a Ted Arcidi? No Ted Arcidi. Nice. I like what you're thinking. What about Ken Patera? Ken Patera is on the list. <laughs> hey! I He's like the new mascot of my screen on the, <laughs> on the podcast, Ken Patera. Wow. All right, anybody else? I might as well just read them off. Can I get a great Muda? No Muda. See now. What is this? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can I get a Pedro Morales? No Pedro. No Bruno either, in case you're wondering. All right, so let me go down the list. I'll, I'll, sure. I'll read them off. Um, a few of them you probably wouldn't even think of. John Quinn, who was a Canadian wrestler. Is Mighty that Johnny John... Smith? I was going to say Johnny Smith. Is that, no, is that it's not Johnny Smith. Smith. Okay. No, it's not. Um, Otto Vons, ah. representing Germany, was on there. The Masked Superstar, Bill Eady, was in there. Uh, and then we have Japanese wrestlers Masa Saito, Ricky Choshu, and Tatsumi Fujinami. God, 84, Tatsumi Fujinami. Isn't that crazy? Man, that's wild stuff. You know what, though, man? I got to give it off to Matt. He unfortunately went for the one dude that wasn't on the list. Yeah. But God damn it, he had four out of those five, and that's way better than any one of us would have ever fucked around. It's 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 how the game rolls, man. Sometimes you just yeah play yeah play yourself. You know what? I I almost felt bad for a minute that he lost, but I'm like, nah. He was talking some shit and he got humbled tonight. <laughs> nah, but, yeah. yeah. But listen, let's not fucking let's not take anything away from your brand new. Can you beat that champion, <laughs> Mister Al Day? Now he pulled, Al, he pulled, he pulled that Miz out. He pulled the right. We can't. Be- we can't have you be the next Christian Rocco. You got to come back and defend this thing next month. Okay. So we got to work it out for you. We got to get you back. But congratulations. How does it feel? It feels awesome. My my face is all tingly. It could be from winning. It could be from the aura gel. <laughs> all right. So what is the actual aura gel? Be honest with us here. What's uh, going on? Angel's Envy. What is that? It's a bourbon. Ah, I don't know. Straight, straight in a coffee cup here. <laughs> yeah. I got to start kayfaving my drinks, actually. That's a great call. <laughs> so that's what Kevin referred to uh, when my son was teething. He was like, just give him more aura gel. It's in your liquor cabinet. Yep. <laughs> that's the second time that reference has been brought up tonight. But, but don't accidentally throw it on your kid. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> Well, you know, handsome Kevin seems to think that that's okay. So, you know, he sure as hell does. <laughs> what is regular looking Kevin, Kevin agrees? Garbage. It's, his head's already big enough. It Whoa, is. take it easy, ugly Al. I don't know about his head, but 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 that forehead is awful big. Yeah, Al, you got to work. Maybe you could comb over. Or comb over. <laughs> Look, I can't complain. It's definitely not a Minnesota thing because I don't know where the fuck this came from. What's that uh, What's, number 10 jersey behind you? That number, what is that? Uh, Steve Bartkowski. Ah, all right. Autographed jersey. I'm a, nice. 
unfortunately a lifelong Falcons fan. I'm reorganizing the office and I've got a new jersey to hang beside it. So what stuff. is bigger, Kevin Rogue's forehead or the file for the, the TOTS commercial? Do <laughs> 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 you think I was just gonna fucking sit here and oh, not wait, be come, better come after about me there, Yeah, man. I lost oh, your your part of this bullshit committee. <laughs> yeah, you're the liaison, whatever. You're going into your pockets now. You're bringing your friends on. Holy you probably shit. had the fucking list of, of answers. Oh, God. If, if I had the list of answers, he would have he would have been done a little better. I'll tell you that much. He yeah. won. You don't get any better than winning. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, hard to So, argue yeah, that. I can be. I'm going to be fucking salty. You think I'm just going to. Fuck lose? yeah. Get I'm going to fucking lay down. You damn well better. The O'Grady's are going to be here. <laughs> the fucking Benelli's on their sex yeah. swings. Yeah, they're gonna have. To, there's gonna be a fight to the death between the O'Grady's and the Benelli's. <laughs> yeah, over. Oh, why would they fight? They spread the wealth. <laughs> It'll give a whole new meaning to something on a pole match. <laughs> well, Al, congratulations on the victory. Um, I'm gonna let you know now, just because I'm a professional. You'll be back. April 10th. That's April the next 10th. that's the next scheduled can you beat that? Okay. That's what you defend. I don't know against two because I have no say. I hate look, Al, I'm just gonna let you let's get rid of all these fucking losers here. <laughs> all right, let's have real talk here. Man to man. All right, Al. All right, look. This is there's some weird committee. All right, they pick the questions, they pick the opponents. They're listening to everything. They're out to get you, Al. Just a heads up, all right? They didn't give the last champion, right? They just didn't even reach out to him to see if he was available. And then he said, oh, I can't I can't defend my title. Then they just stripped it up, stripped him. They didn't even give him a heads up, right? Then they're, then they're coming after me. Yeah. Just, I wish you the best. I'm in your corner. But, you know, watch out for the committee. Tony's part of the committee. He's got he's the liaison. I am not and, uh, part of the committee. I am the liaison to the can you beat that committee? Let's get then, that straight. Uh, fucking eight head is doing something over there, too. Hey, we let him take it easy, prison Matt. We let him know Who's that he was. Not... What do you got? Frogs in your pockets? Yeah. Frogs <laughs> in my pockets. We let him know that he was no longer champion because you got to make your dates, kid. We told him that it's weird. Yeah, Matt with two like T's, I, fucking I feel like I had to boy. send the message to him and let him know he was stripped of the title. And I'm, not I'm certain I'm the one that sent the message, and he said that he understood and respected the committee's decision. Thank you. Just Thank watch you. your back, Al. Al, watch your back. That's fair. Al, I can tell you, we've already got a challenger lined up for you next month, so make sure you're ready. And good luck to you. They're gonna rip your legs off like you're a fucking AEW figure, fresh out of the package, buddy. Oh, that's is possible. That th- yeah. Is that a thing? I thought that was Power Town. That was Power Town. Yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. happens to some of the AEW figures too. <laughs> <laughs> and you bought two sets of each of them, didn't you? <laughs> <clears throat> we're uh, that's why we're going. We're winding down to one set. I'm kind of out of room, and you know, you know how it goes. No, yeah. we understand. That's why you went shopping today with uh, Edgewater. <laughs> I just wanted some bubble tea, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just wanted some bubble tea, bro. 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 Brother. 
Well, Al, it was a pleasure having you. Congratulations once again. We will be in touch. The committee will be more than happy with having you as a representative of the Can You Beat That Championship. I appreciate it, guys. And you should listen to Al. He does a great podcast, TOTS Pod. They talk about figures. Him and uh, Tim and Gigantor over here. <laughs> Jesus, dude. What did he do to you? Double X coming after me. What, I don't what get did it. He do to, how do you think Al got on the show to challenge me? It wasn't through Tony's hard work. It was you, handsome Kevin. You're gunning for me. I know how it is. <laughs> you want my spot. You want my job. <laughs> I don't gun for anybody. You gave him the job. <laughs> on to you. Like an O'Grady. The show is great. The figure show is great. I get a fine Irish last, aren't you? <laughs> These guys do a great show. It's on the Shining Wizards Network and the Gorilla Thank Brain you. Wrestling Podcasting Network Extravaganza yes. thing. You should check it out. They do great giveaways. They sent me some cool stuff. I want some cool stuff because I asked a question about Kevin Rogue, like, I don't know, beating himself off or something. It was funny. Yeah, it's good. It something like that. We have a giveaway coming up. So that's... yes, we do. Big one, supersized fiftieth episode is on the way. Nothing was bigger than Matt giving away the Can You Beat That Championship tonight over Hulk Hogan. <laughs> God damn it, Tony! You're you in the committee. You're coming after him. Yeah, I <laughs> you guys are bending him over every time. This is an injustice. When yeah. we finished the interview with Gabby and we kind of put a bow on AEW and Tony left, I'm like, if fucking Magenta shows up to challenge me, I'm going to throw my fucking laptop across the, fucking, across the room. <laughs> so he was like, peace, then he left. And I was like, if, I, if fucking Magenta shows up in that little box down there. Tony, Tony, put that in the, put that in the memory bank. So like six months down the road, you could actually do that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Fucking throw Al a fucking bone. Let him beat Magenta in a month. No, Mal's got a from Mal. Al's got a formidable <laughs> opponent next month. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's going to well, be interesting. It's in all fairness, Matt, though, I was the same mindset with the two. I was like, okay, Hogan and Andre. That's all I got. So. <laughs> Look, man, it was not well, easy. That's not all Matt had. Unfortunately, he went, with the, he went with the wrong one. <laughs> He went with Hogan first. It's Any other fault. one would have won you the game. Any other one. Yeah. <laughs> it's the nature of the what beast. What are you going to do? That is what it is, buddy. The hands of victory, that stuff, you know, that old say. Listen, I'll throw your name back into contention with the committee again, and we'll see where it goes. You know you know what, Tony? Uh-oh. Oh, no. If you could just let the committee know, I'm not interested right now. I think I need to see... <laughs> I need, take, I need to take some time away from can you beat that? Right, I want to see I, let's let's you know what I say rising rising tides raise all ships. Let's let's let, let maybe Al starts a starts a, a domino effect here. Maybe we get some some tight games here, some real knowledgeable people that show up on the wizards, they become part of this community, and then then boom, the game is upped to where you can't you can't expect just me or who changed my fucking name? <laughs> I didn't. Which one of you motherfuckers? How long has it said prison? <laughs> I Matt, first time I'm seeing it. Tony, Tony fucking baloney. Me and you, brother. So Alex, Matt, I, I hope you rot you you bring the the competition up. <laughs> Al, if you can DM the wizards, I will uh <laughs> I got the bubble wrap in the boxes now. So, uh, 
Oh, what the fuck? Might as well, you know, you rightfully won this, so I guess I should probably ship it to you so you could at least defend it when I'm not defending it anymore. So wait, you're not going to exercise your rematch clause anytime no, soon? No, not. It's uh, I want to take some time away from. Can you beat that? I want to read other things. I want to spend time with my wife. Um, my uh, you know, it's it's hard. I fell down the stairs last week because I wasn't focused. Oh, it is not an easy thing for a man to do. Stop! He has to walk away from the thing he loves the most. <laughs> Can you beat that championship? Al, I'll put it in a box. <laughs> I'll pack it like I packed my green card crush. <laughs> Rhiannon, I'm coming home. <laughs> coming home, babe. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm dying. (laughs) Now I, I will I will point this out. I think Al does need to join the Wizards Discord now that he is the Can You Beat That Champion? Because I I don't think it's right that the champion's not in the Discord. Oh, he's got to start making appearances now. This right, is, this yeah. Is a big responsibility, yeah. dude. Well, you got some big shoes to fill. Kevin showed up the other day and just said snow sucks, and then he left. <laughs> <laughs> snow is Fuck. dumb, is what I said. The, the, the motherfucking insight. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. huge. Very well, I mean, not everybody's national weather, Matt. <laughs> oh, my God. I got an update about severe weather in Europe yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. He's me. I'm always checking, so. Holy shit. Why are you checking right. weather reports in Europe? I'm not, but I'm always checking the weather because I'm always outside, so I got to know what's going on. <laughs> Kevin, is this your source that every time the severe weather is about to hit Huntsville, yeah. you're always hitting me up? What? Yeah, no, he will see. He updates me about Minnesota weather, which is nice. He hasn't done it in a while because I think he's kind of upset about the committee thing. But like, I'll look for your, your weather in your area because I know how you're doing. And oh, I can look up the weather in, in Huntsville, Alabama for you, Al. He's pretty good <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. Al from Huntsville, Alabama. I see what you did there. Ah, ah. nailed Look's it. Much. I'm going to look it up right now. Then Google well, will know. He could probably just tell you. He's there. there. This is what I do now. Day. I don't have any. Th- I'm not a champion anymore. I got nothing else to do. <laughs> Take away my fucking fun. Weather How about we end the show? Weather in, in Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, 63 today. Look, rain Thursday, Friday, Al. Look out. Yeah. Back in umbrella. Oh, 90%. We're not doing in those days. <laughs> oh man, and it's gonna get cold Friday night. Thirty-eight and wet. Look out! Oh, ah. thirty-eight and wet sounds like it's gonna be at the hat on fucking March. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that's the older old Grady sister. <laughs> <laughs> Knew oh, that geez. was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
70 tomorrow. That's nice. I'll be outside in it, probably getting sunburned. Well, Gabby Ortiz for joining us. Her special comes out on March 17th on Netflix. What are we doing? Why are we going? I don't want to go home. Dude, this is depressing, dude. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Al, kick rocks, bro. You're the champ. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We still, I still want to talk about Ring of Honor. <sighs> you know what, Tony? Go with Al. Get out. All right, maybe I will. No. <laughs> oh, Al, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. Congrats, Bye, champ. Congratulations, Later. champ. Way to go, Al. Proud of you, brother. Proud of you. Fucking bye. Yeah, you... <laughs> 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 I fucking give him this nice I'm proud of you. He doesn't do shit. Get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> Actually, I will say this. Al is one of the the best dudes you'll ever meet in your life. He is one of the sweetest guys walking the earth. Seems like it for sure. Yes. All right. The Ring of Honor TV is back. I'm very excited about this. And I know you got I don't know if you guys got to watch it. I know we talked about it a little bit um before the show, but Kevin was like, I tried to watch it, but I can't. I really think unfortunately you have to you have to pay. To be able to yes. watch it. So if you want to watch it, you guys can have my login. You three guys, not everybody out there. Sorry, y'all gotta figure it out. But I'll share with my my friends here. I mean, some of you are my whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was very hesitant on the restart of Ring of Honor. Right? I didn't know what to expect. I didn't want it to be. I mean, man, I was. They announced like fucking ten matches for Thursday night. I thought it was gonna be like AEW Dark Ring of Honor style, but it wasn't. Okay. Definitely worth going out of your way to check out. They do a great job with the matches. The matches are great. It's a completely different atmosphere than AEW Dark and AEW entirely. Um, it really captures what Ring of Honor was um, and the vignettes. And I think you're going to start to see less of it on AEW on Wednesday nights and Friday nights, which I think is a good thing. Like now, now, now these people have a home. So I don't think you're going to see, you know, Aussie Open showing on on Dynamite like they're they're in so Ring I'm, of Honor now. I, I was thinking about this like how do they treat like the top guys like is Claudio going to be designated just to Honor Club and Ring of Honor is or is he still going to be on Impact? Is Wheeler Yuta still going to be on uh on not Impact? Wow, on Dynamite. I, um, I think they'll be. I think they'll still be on Dynamite. But, but do you see whoever takes like so if Eddie Kingston right? So Eddie Kingston quit. AEW showed up on yeah air quotes showed up on Ring of Honor. Now was is Eddie Kingston the guy that you could have solely on ROH as opposed to maybe like a Claudio? Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with yeah, that. I think Eddie Kingston's a guy. I think Joe going back there is the move right now until he loses the title. So, yeah, right? I think there's a lot of Josh Woods uh, can go down there. Uh, Takeshita can go down there. Um. um I know Tony Deppin's challenging for a title. Athena can go down. We can see Athena on the regular. Willow on the regular. Uh, Lady Frost had a great showing. And and so like real like when we say like go down there, we're, this we're not talking about like a demotion like NXT or like WWE CW. Like this is a its own entity now, and this has to grow. So to grow, you have to have these people on it. You have to have the Athenas. You have to have the Claudios, the Eddie, or the Eddie Kingston's, or the. And and bring back some of the names that Ring of Honor is familiar with, like you know the LSGs, the 
um, who was in that sixth man? It was Rex and um, Joe Keys. Joe Keys. Ah, I don't like Joe Keys. But um, anyone, but you have to have like, you, there's going to be a happy medium in between. Like Rohit was there. So like, that's pretty yeah. dope. So Christopher, Christopher Daniels, like you're, you're going to see got Shane Taylor. Shane Taylor will definitely be like, if you tell me Eddie Kingston is going to be Claudio. So Claudio can go back to AEW and, and just Eddie stay Kingston. there. And you're going to give me Eddie Kingston, Shane Taylor, like sign me the fuck up. Yep. I agree. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I hope that that's, I hope that that's the case. I just don't want to see too much of the, like back and forth. Well, now like, and I think you're going to see less now that now that Ring of Honor has TV. We know they're going to be taping. Um, you know they've taped up until Supercard of Honor. They have a pay per view at the end of the month, and then I'm sure they're going to do another set of tapings. And Tony Khan says he's got major announcements, so you never know. Maybe they're doing. You know, maybe they're going to tape tape. Uh, they're going to take Ring of Honor on the road. They're going to go to Philly and tape a couple shows there. You know, who knows. Yeah. But once now that there's a place for these guys, I think you can start to weed everybody out and they right. can find their respective homes. And I don't think you're going to have the back and forth. Yeah. And I don't think, th- I think, th- I think it's going to keep the spirit of what Ring of Honor was 100%. So, like, I have no problem with new guys who don't have Ring of Honor history being there because if Ring of Honor in its old, in its heyday was still around, you're going to have new people show up. So, like, you have to, like, Think about that. Think about it that way. Like Ring of Honor is not going to be just all nostalgia. There's going to be new talent that's going to be there, and you have to accept them because that's what would have happened anyway. Like, like you're going to have new talent. It's not going to be all freaking you know Joe and Daniels every single night. No, so I'm excited. Now, is this? Uh, this is obviously another Tony Khan situation. Does he have anybody helping him with ROH, or is he doing the same thing he's doing in AEW? I would. I don't. I can't. I can't answer that. Uh, I'm sure if you do enough digging, I really hope not. I really hope he brought. I really hope he took Delirious, who was booking Ring of Honor, and I hope he uses like he's yeah. the booker. Yeah, you need. He needs somebody because it's. Yeah, that's not going to be. I mean, that's not going to be good for either AEW or ROH if that's the situation where he's doing everything for both. That's going to be rough. I do like the idea of them starting to weed out the ROH out of the AEW TV. I think that's a great thing for both. I think it's great for AEW and I think it's great for ROH. So uh, it'll obviously it'll thin the AEW roster down a little bit, which is what they desperately need right now. So I'm I'm all I'm all for it. Yeah, they're totally they, they have to be treated. And we've been through, we've been down this road before, but like WWE, like with the brand split, like yeah. you have to completely segregate, for lack of a better word, the talent and make Ring of Honor its own marketable thing on its own and make right. these guys its own, these guys and girls its own show and make that. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be huge for the brand. And now if Tony Khan has to delegate, Delirious would be a guy to to bring back, but he's got so many guys under his his watch that he could put in charge of that in-house right now so i mean tony should put a lot of people in charge of stuff that he does so right yeah absolutely yeah so that's i just wanted to cover a little bit of ring of honor i like it uh you guys the report there's reports that vince mcmahon is backstage at raw tonight oh no oh no where's raw tonight where is it boston austin or boston boston Boston. cena's there Oh yeah. Oh, so okay. That's yeah. That's yeah. yeah. 
I'm not too worried about that. I got it going home. Oh, whoa, wait, wait, what? We're doing this? This is back? No, like? it's it's an interesting bit of news that I wanted to bring to the table before we pulled the train into the station. Yes, please. Can I just read you, uh, uh, I think it's a tweet. Oh. You got to tell me who this is from. Love was about joy. Love was about pain. Love was about giving in and then knowing when to walk away. Jake's toughest fights were addictions. Addiction comes to destroy marriage and family relationships. So, after 24 years of Jake and I being apart, he has rekindled our relationship and in the last two years has been showing me love without demons, making peace with past hurt and pain, learning to forgive and trust again. Those are the words of Cheryl Roberts. After you told 24... us to guess. Huh? You told us to guess. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> you did. Cheryl Roberts. No. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Sam. You like. <laughs> You like you do something like this, right? And I'm I, fucking tired, dude. Okay, but just let's Kevin gets so excited because Kevin loves this. He loves playing guessing games, right? That's right. He loves testing his wrestling brain. Yeah. Oh, I got a question for him. Kev, name the other eleven men that were in the nineteen eighty four International Wrestling Grand Prix. Ricky Choshu. Ricky Choshu. Scotty Choshu. Scotty Choshu. Then you just Scotty Chuhati. Dennis Chuhati. <laughs> You rip it out. You just take it. Sorry, I didn't mean to, bro. I'm tired. I just wanted to make sure that got out there. I thought that was pretty amazing that the Robertses are getting back together. Yeah, I read that they had, uh, uh, I don't know if reconciled is the proper way, but they're... Uh, yeah. Well, they did. that's the weird thing. Like, last month they did a signing together, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, how did they work this out? What promoter got these two to do a signing together? Are they did you doing the 80s wrestling con over here in May? Yes, they are. Ooh. Yep. Yep. You know they reached out for the pizza truck. Ooh. Did they really? Yeah. Let's do it. Oh Fine. wait a minute! They reached out to me for the pizza truck. <laughs> yeah, they did. Who? Who? The people that are close with the people running '80s Wrestling Con reached out to. I reached out to you. I said they were, they were asking for information about the pizza truck. Yeah, you don't remember this. Out. No, I don't. They you reached should out. do it. It's not. No. Fucking do it, dude. They they want you there all day, and nothing is guaranteed. Oh, That's my God. Like a Saturday in May, dude. Uh, no. What? Yeah. Elon Manning's think- got to eat. You don't think sweaty, smelly wrestling fans are going to buy up all your fucking pizzas? You'll, you'll have the truck sold out by one o'clock, I, I, dude. I don't. I think there'll, be right. more, more, there'll be more than one truck there, and I think I can do four parties in one day and make way more money. Okay, that's fine. You hate wrestling. We get no, it. No, also being oh. in one place all day is you, you're just, it's not, nothing's guaranteed. Well, yeah, yeah, but you could give all the boys pizzas. I, I don't make money if I give it away, <laughs> stupid. Makes a good point. <laughs> stupid was hysterical. Right, what am I going to do when I give fucking <laughs> grandmother Bret Hart a pizza and he doesn't put a tip into my tip jar? I fucking Dude. knock him over. Bret Hart was your fucking favorite wrestler. He is my of favorite. All he looks like grandmother right now, dude. His wispy gray hair. Oh, leave him wispy. alone, bro. He's he's living his best life. He's got a I hot would go wife. Him in a heartbeat, know? but I would call him like I see him, man. <laughs> all the guys from the '80s look like grandmothers. Greg Valentine looks like a grandmother. Well, in his defense, he always did. 
Bret Hart looks like your grandmother. One man gang looks like half man gang. <laughs> half point, man gang. Point two five man gang. <laughs> Ralph, time is not nice bro. to these people. He's living his best life. What are you talking about? Is he living his best life? If he's, he's a quarter life. gang, then yeah. Yeah, he's that way because he looks like a question mark, dude. He's probably got spina bifida. Bifida. Bifida will get you. Bifida. Kevin, we, do you want to address this? Your heat with Joey Keys? All right. So Joey Keys, it's not real heat. It's he had the longest entrance ever. Like ever, like so unnecessarily long, like and his music was only forty <laughs> seconds long. So like he would stay, and then he'd get he'd get mad because he couldn't do his entire entrance because the song clip was only this length, and he fucking took his fucking sweet ass time, and I fucking pissed me the fuck off. Did you say, hey dude, the clip's only forty seconds? What do you want me to do? I guess I could have. Now imagine if Kevin Rogue said that to you about his commercials. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's you're saying, hey, no, see, that's the reverse, because hey dude, the commercial's three minutes long. What do you want me to do? I don't yeah, know. Thirty seconds. Well, uh, again, in my defense, well, first of all, it's not three minutes long. Second of all, I told him the time. I don't cut the commercial. All right. Well, it's another maybe guy. I'll a, maybe I'll send him a clock too. Wait, was it Al or the other guy? It's the other guy. Uh, the Duke. Yeah. Yeah, the in Duke. hindsight, I, in hindsight, I probably could have said something. That's okay. Ken <laughs> Dixon's still a piece of shit. Tell a friend. I like yeah. them apples. Yeah, yeah, major heat there. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Dixon sounds like a party to me. <laughs> Come to the hat, March twelfth. Fuck yeah, dude! The flying Benellis and the O'Grady sisters. The Dixons O'Grady. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> Fuck, you're gonna want next week. We got. Guys, I don't know how we're going to do this. We got an, an an animal Bob Anger is joining us next week. I don't know what to expect out of the animal, but the animal Bob Anger is going to be here next week to talk with us. Maybe I'll dress up book, like an animal, too. Can we book the Benellis for next week, too? Uh, like, do you, have, do you have a contact for the Benellis? I'll, I'll do it it's like a chocolate. Uh, so and we're gonna <laughs> maybe we'll go down the aisle next week. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We got Darren Corbin coming up. Uh, Darren's the younger brother. We got March twenty seventh. We're gonna do a Wizards rewind back to Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor nine. Nine. April nine. 3rd, April third will be strictly a post WrestleMania show. So tune in for that. And uh, yeah, we're gonna roll on through April and May. So meow. Be sure to join us, support us on all social media platforms at Wizards Podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, rate, review, subscribe. Oh. Uh, Don't mind me. I'm at the hat. Hey, look at me. I'm an O'Grady. Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As little as $1 a month, you can support us. Special thanks to Gabby Ortiz at Gabity on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, be sure to follow her and tune into Apple Plus TV on March 17th. <laughs> For the Monster Factory documentary, uh, March twelfth, the St. Patrick's Day Parade is taking place in West Orange, New Jersey. <laughs> behind the bar at the Hat, the Harrison Avenue Tavern. Starting He's taking tips box. and blowies. Uh, it's you gotta you can, stop with that for real. You can take a New Jersey Transit, take a bus, you can walk, whatever you want to do. Just get there to see Kevin. 
throw a couple bucks in his tip bucket. Look for the O'Grady twins, you know. <laughs> Give him a tip. Take his tip. What's this? Yeah, maybe oh. you, want a, you, want curry, you want a curry? You want a curry favor? Bring a figure. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, bring a major figure podcast, guys. No, bring your money. I can't split figures. We split tips. Well, if it was an AEW figure, you could. Split my tip. Easy, big fella. <laughs> Easy, killer. See, Kevin at the bar. Yeah, I'm excited. Now, Kevin, will you be? what kind of shape are we looking for next week for the anger bomb guy? Are you going to be hungover? Are you going to be at work yeah. the next day? Will there be fallout from the parade? No. Oh, I, yeah. No, working actually makes me very, very well behaved. All right. So, Ooh. I have to be. All right. You didn't take Monday off? Not yet. <laughs> I like that. No, I, didn't, I didn't take off last year. It's like, I'm in, I'm in bed by 10 o'clock usually. Every day. It's a, it's a long day. Yeah. So, we'll see. But I'm excited. Uh, congratulations to Al on the beating me and the can you beat that. So, we're interested to find out who's lined up next. Don't forget to like, rate, review, subscribe, five stars, all that good shit, wherever you get your podcasts from. And thanks for joining us. I had a good time tonight. I don't know about you guys. Great time. Always have a good time with you, fellas. Fuck yeah, dude. It's a laugh, yeah. laugh a minute around here. Oh, uh, barrel of monkeys. Good Shit, night, Diana. She appreciates that, bro. She said she's going to come back on and talk to you and say hi I, again. I, pr- I would love to. T- I'd love to talk to her. Just Tony, don't let her go to the bar. Okay. No, she knows better. She got heat with the Benelli sisters. Oh, no. <laughs> she ain't allowed in. Oh, no. Which is funny because the O'Grady's are in heat. <laughs> yeah, at the same time. O'Grady's all grotten all over your face. <laughs> It'll be grotten. 